1: Anyway, I, obviously, I'm really bad at plotting to kill people. <laughs> uh. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins.
2: Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dyster and I'm joined, as always, by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. We write for CinemaSins and T V Sins and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. Various and asundried other things happen within the universe. Do you think people realize all the stuff that goes on, like behind the scenes? I mean, that's kind no. of what this podcast is about, is you know, kind of bringing some of that no, to light. But
3: I've seen people guess what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm very wrong. Yes. But it's only like I mean that, things... that now the orgy thing was true. That was that. That <laughs> That's was the only, that was the only true on.
1: thing. That's the only true one. <laughs> uh, Chris Bear and Jeremy are very open. We we tend to say that most people are interested in the entertainment part of what we do, right. and so we keep it to like the fun stuff. But I I don't think that most people would realize the amount of work that goes into doing what we do.
2: It's a I, it's I, a I lot. Do, some weeks, like
1: it I is do know most though weeks. that as I've mentioned, like um like project management Mm -hmm. and spreadsheets and things like that, that that we have had some interest in those kinds of conversations. And so, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do like a bonus episode of all things admin. And then those of us who are like office nerds will like super love it.
2: It's very organizational, right? Like I think of a lot of the things that I do, uh, with the TV Sims channel or with the membership, uh, at Patreon, you know, there's a lot of organizational check it off the list, task oriented stuff, you know, just like you would assume any business or any operation has to have that kind of stuff. Um, it, it doesn't seem interesting to me to talk about, but it's definitely definitely covered under the love, various other things category.
3: <laughs> I love when on Twitter, there's always like whenever there's like a thread going around about you know, some YouTube channel having issues or just YouTube pissing people off the algorithms, whatever it is, you'll always have some, some one, one, at least one or two people will be like, good, maybe now you'll get a real job. And I'm just always like, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you come do this job? and t- Tell me about it. Because I mean, I've uh-huh. worked I've worked those nine to fivers and uh, I, I do. I'm not complaining because I love I love this job, but I do a lot more work here. That I ever did, yeah. Um, you know, in what you're calling a quote-unquote real job,
2: I, I right? will take the more work here over the less work there Absolutely. every day Absolutely. of the week. And mm-hmm. I think that's that speaks to something I think we've talked about before about the idea of when you find something you love doing, you, it's like the hardest you've ever worked, but the least it's ever felt like work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true yeah. of, of most of what we do. So yeah, I think I think that's fair to say it that way. Well,
3: and like, and, and not only YouTubers, I mean, uh, journalists get this type of crap thrown at them too. I see a lot of critics get attacked about this. And I mean, I, I mean, I, I can't even imagine having to watch like, you know, 12 screeners in a day and <laughs> writing, writing like seven articles on them and, yeah. and getting paid like next to nothing. Yeah. Like, right. You know, I mean, it's just I. that's and I mean, they do that because they love it. Mm hmm you know, and they're choosing that life because they want it. You know, it's not like they're they're. But I mean, but it's it's OK to have some compassion. You That's
2: know. The first thing I tell anybody who asks me about what is it like to be a yeah. movie critic? What is it? You know, um, I want to be a movie critic. How do I how do I get there? And the first thing I tell them is you better do this because you would do it without getting paid, because if if you think it's something like you're pursuing a, a career that is full of money and admiration and those kind of things, like uh, even access. Access is is something that people are looking for, like access to celebrities and Mm -hmm. movie premieres and those kind of things. And it's like, that stuff is so far and few between that if you don't actually love the grind part of it
3: you're going mm-hmm. to quit
2: very quickly so only do do it because you couldn't do anything else you know kind of idea
3: yeah so. i love like I like screener season there will always be some critical take a picture of like their kitchen table and it'll just be <laughs> like it'll just be screeners i guess now you're getting some more stuff digital you still get quite a bit of physical though right uh t- in screener season towards the end of the year yeah. that that'll start here in about a
2: month uh, well i don't know this year it's going to be int- yeah, it's going to be really different weird. this year it may not start till late november for all i know but
1: um well yeah and they might be more Open to things being digital too, you well, know. I,
3: yeah, it's
2: it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting it's one for sound- sure.
3: And it's sounding like more movies might be moving. There was some. There was some rummaging about, like, Wonder Woman might move again.
2: Oh, interesting. Um,
3: and uh, and then a lot of people are theorizing that Disney's going to move Black Widow again. Wow. Uh, it might still come out this year, but it might be more towards they might move it to Christmas or well, something. It's, so it's, who knows?
2: Yeah, it's a fascinating conversation. But, yeah, I guess overall I would say uh, find what you love to do so much that you would do it for free and then find a way to get paid for it is, like, best-case scenario. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, so. And I
1: think also something else since we're talking about it, too, is just to, to remember like um, you know Jeremy and Chris who've, who've shared their story multiple times uh, having a video go viral on YouTube to kind of launch things is exciting but keeping it going and creating um, an entertainment group from that is not something that happens because of dumb luck it happens because of a lot of work and so even the start, even the viral video that most people kind of remember, like the first, there was a lot of work behind that too, not just the creation of it, but the dedication to continue to try to find ways to, you know, create content that people enjoy, create content that they were doing. They were working other jobs while they were doing this. Kind of like what you're saying, Aaron, is you just, if you, if you love doing something and you really want to find a way to make it part of how you can make money, you have to kind of know that there's a really good chance you're not going to make money for a while. You're just going to do it because you love it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the luck part of something going viral, that kind of thing, the right person retweeting your thing. Um, that's cool. That's the, that's, but awesome. that's only the first step, you know, it's just like one thing. I wouldn't even so. say
1: first, right? I would say they had to create it. They had to have the desire to right. do it yes
2: it's only one piece of the puzzle yeah. a very small piece of the puzzle so yeah absolutely well, I'll, yeah. I'll
3: tell you when i first started working i was just doing music video since so i was still working a full-time job mm-hmm. and um and doing that and then i got put on cinema so i was basically working two full-time jobs and so I would go to work during the day and then at night I would be working on stuff like that. And, uh, you know, and then like even and on weekends and stuff. And like I would, you know, I had a five year old, I guess my daughter was five around that time. So like I, w- I would, you know, I was missing things uh, mm-hmm. because I was trying to work up to this point. And then, you know, and then um, and then things just kind of worked out. And um, Aaron and I were able to get TV sends going. And, uh, you know, now I see my daughter a lot more, you know, than I would have if i was just working the day job so it, it all worked out like aaron's saying sometimes you know uh if you can get to that point you just be happy yeah yeah but, totally uh, but i know it no, but it's yeah it's it's um i mean it, it's really fun it, it's really fun i'm not going to sit here and act like it's not fun
1: but it's a <laughs> but fun it, it hard job <laughs> yeah it's a fun job that takes a lot yeah. of work
2: <laughs> so uh yeah welcome to the vocational. Uh, podcast yes. where we give you vocational ideas for That's how right. to find your dream job um, send your
1: vocational questions to <laughs> us
2: and we should now uh, mention that online you can sign up for 1999
1: for our, our vocational, week course.
2: vocational course where we That's train right. you <laughs> how mm-hmm. to make money by uh, you know getting others to pay you 1999 for a vocational course <laughs> all right we will uh, we will head into the sin side scoop what's it Building
1: there. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is the true story.
2: We're gonna take a look at the videos from the week, uh, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we're sending in general. We kick it off in the Tv Sins world with some more uh, Finifer. We're doing some more Phineas and Ferb. The summer did belongs people to. You. Did you call it that
3: or did you just make that up?
2: I made that up. That is that is my new Thank
3: term. God. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Fine, I'll never do it again. Never do it again. You do it all. No, that's very you. So that makes it more is sense very me. It
2: uh, this is the summer belongs to you kind of uh, movie. You know, Phineas and Ferb TV movie kind yeah. of idea. It's yeah. basically. How are
3: you guys enjoying the forty-five minutes? <laughs>
2: It's fun. It's fun. You know, if you're going to spend 45 minutes, it's nice to spend it in this world. Uh um, you No, know, I
3: thought this was excellent. This is this is probably the episode where I'm like I need to watch more of this show because I mean, I was dying. Yeah. Were you? Uh when I was yeah, oh my god, the the um the the cowboy hat line killed me where he was just like oh good because I was thinking about getting a cowboy hat <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, and uh, oh god there was a lot of stuff I'm trying to remember what the other one was but anyways yeah no I just I oh the the running joke about her not seeing Clay Aiken and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Shaka Khan, is mm-hmm. that right? Yep, Yeah. yep. Uh, like, I thought that was really good. And then there was just, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. The music's actually good. I think we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. The Summer Belongs to You, I, that whole number is just, like, I love, like, when Candace starts singing and he's like, you got it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you figured it out. Um, but I don't know. I Yeah, I was dying. In fact, with this and the next, we're going to talk about Bob's Burgers, this might be the best, like, week, like, as far as quality mm. of an ep- of two episodes. This might be my favorite week ever of TV sends.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. This was a uh, Dicer Hughes script, so Denae and I wrote on this one. I do remember shadowing this one. <laughs>
1: yeah, you did shadow this one. Yeah, uh,
2: Denae, what were your thoughts on this uh, this episode, this movie?
1: Um, I was not expecting it to be a movie, and so it <laughs> it allowed me to be in the world a little bit longer, which I think played to a, an advantage for me because. You get to see the characters interact more. Mm -hmm. However, the whole, like, traveling around the world part was, I don't know, I was just confused about...
3: There was plenty to send.
1: Yeah, I was just confused about, like, how much um i don't know how to even verbalize it it's a little i just it was awkward that there's several parts that were talking about awkward like for
2: the, me. just the kind of like subtle racism of
1: that's the word the, the stereotype i couldn't think of the word subtle well yeah. no, there's
2: there's just there's a real comfortability with just stereotypes this is the italian stereotype this is the asian stereotype this
3: is
1: yeah that the the asian one was the one that was really confusing to me uh, mostly i i I I wonder if I can pull up the lyrics to that song.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember. I I kind of remember. uh, I know what you're talking about because you guys send that one, right? That was the Asian one you guys send. So there's this,
2: yeah there's but there's this inter- no, I remember it. there's this interesting thing where what the show is going for is multiculturalism what the show is going for is going to all these different places and and showing them you know you've got India you've got you know it's it's a trip around the world you've got France and I mean everywhere they pretty much go everywhere and so I think the show is trying to do that but at at the time it 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 wouldn't have felt this way but now it feels um, I guess a little bit more like appropriation, you would say, or the idea mm-hmm. that you know you've got these uh white kids mostly uh you know doing this so yeah there's there's just a little bit of discomfort in it through like twenty twenty hindsight,
1: yeah, and the more that I looked into it too um is oh, I'm gonna forget his name the kid that's being bullied the whole time mm-hmm. that kind of gets kidnapped and just taken along. there's a lot of articles about that being that that his character is the example of of racism in the the most strongest example of racism in the entire series. Is about Baljeet? Baljeet, thank you. Yeah. Uh yeah, because of how he's treated throughout the Interesting. um There's a lot of articles about Baljeet. And like if you just type in Baljeet, you'll immediately be kind of faced with um just different uh examples of how he's called an idiot and like oh, I'm not gotcha. I'm, I'm not as Yeah, gonna say it's not ac- like
3: it's not like a poo. Like you know like it's not it's not like I don't feel that. I don't know. I've only seen a couple episodes with him in it, though, so it yeah. could get um, a lot worse or better. Like
1: beyond Apu in Simpsons, the most racist Indian moment ah. is Baljeet. <laughs> uh, one of the reasons why um, uh, Indian-Americans are being treated less and less like people. Here's an example. And it's just like kind of showing like the accidental racism is a, yeah. uh, another kind of thing. And whether it's accidental or purposeful, uh, there's quite a few that I just kind of glanced at to get an Mm -hmm. understanding. I really, so like when he's kidnapped um, and just, you know, ill-treated and all this stuff, I was like, oh, okay. So, um, but there's, there's a lot out there about that. So that kind of made me uncomfortable. Uh, The J-pop song was confusing to me too, because the lyrics don't even make any sense. And I don't understand what it's saying. It's, It's, this is the lyrics to that song. As for a list of exotic amusement, which makes between the summer there is here. We look at baseball, like the fact that it does. As some people, the fact that volleyball volleyball is done and is enjoyed when it's hot, we swim in water like the fact that it does. No, like the fact that it goes is the second one.
3: Like like, so it's just the, the verbiage, the way he's. Yeah. There's so... a syntax thing that they're
2: doing there that happens when cultures have different so... syntax and you try to translate things. And it can come off, especially coming from a, you know, a white voice uh and by voice i mean creator those kind of things it can come off as being uh belittling just, even even if it's not yeah. intended that way so yeah right so, yeah, I was just no, I like,
1: so that kind of made me uncomfortable i mean i definitely like like jonathan said the songs are addictive and they kind of get in your head and you're watching this kind of crazy adventure um but i just i didn't find it very funny so yeah
2: I did. I I find it hilarious and also uh, vaguely problematic. I think it can be both things. uh, No, I I didn't disagree
3: with a lot of the things you guys said. I mean, obviously I didn't because I didn't say anything.
1: But I think the difference between me and you guys is, like, you kind of find the show funny, and mm-hmm. I am still not finding it funny. So I, no, it's just makes a different a mean, sense fine. of humor, I yeah, guess. Sure. No,
3: but I mean, comedy is the most subjective yeah, yeah. genre, so I think it either just hits you or it doesn't. You know, yeah, I, can't, this one I doesn't, can't explain. This show
1: doesn't hit me. I like it. It's not that I'm like, this is horrible. I hear you. It's more like... Okay, this is a yeah, show. Yeah, it's just,
3: yeah. I hear you. No, I totally hear cool. you. Cool, it's a it. show. Okay. I was shocked. I'm shocked, at, and and I might like this might just be an exceptional like an exception of an episode. I might watch. You know 20 more and be like yeah okay i doubt no it's it, it's it's it, it is consistently I re- I, a funny and I really clever like Phineas show. And, Ferb, and i really like candace even though there is some probably some sexism thrown towards her i will say that with the, the 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 stereotype i think it was more of a stereotype setting with the women but like i do i will say with the little girl and i can't remember isabella mm-hmm. yeah um she um she just i don't know my daughter likes a lot of boys um, I, I I don't really get this because as a boy, like I always liked girl. I mean, I always was like, ooh, dating sounds fun. Even when I was like, you know, like nine or 10, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, I was I always wanted a girlfriend, I guess. I was that guy. And so I, I never really understood the being oblivious thing. But like, it's really interesting that my daughter will talk about all these boys she likes at school. And then when I'm around those boys, man, they are just beyond oblivious. Mm-hmm. So I don't know her character. That seemed like even though it is kind of sad, it seemed very normal. Well, that's. but I think there's definitely, but there's definitely a sin there because it shouldn't be right. So that's why I'm saying I agree
2: with it. Right. And we're, And part of the question is, where does that where does that circle begin? It's a chicken and an egg thing. You know, do do girls grow up thinking that way because they see it so much uh, or is it, you know, mirrored to them because it's true about, you know, themselves. And for this episode, it really was just the the overwhelming weight Mm -hmm. of all the women in this are seeking validation in males uh, I will say
3: about the, I'm sorry, I will say about the Isabella thing real quick, though. I do like the fact that he's not mean to her. Um, right. Because that's one thing with my daughter, my wife and I from the get go. We're like, we are not going to let her think that, you know, if they're mean to you, that means they like you. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of bullshit, because I've always hated that. Yeah, right. um, so I do like it's not like he's not mean to her. In fact, he's very nice to her. Right. At least at least he was in this episode. I mean, I don't know. But uh but like he's just he's just he's just oblivious to everything and just not I guess not he's not taking her uh thoughts into consideration, maybe. I don't know, however you want to put that. But no, I agree with you. When you when you combine her, Candace and um, the the daughter.
2: Yeah, Duven Smart's daughter. hmm Yeah. No, I, I hear you. And it's just and again, it's 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 this episode. We're sending this episode. This show mm-hmm. has other episodes where the mm-hmm. women have their own storylines, they have their own plots. I don't I don't believe this show overall <laughs> is you know uh something that a feminist would be like this is one of the worst shows ever it's just this episode is yeah. it's very sexist you know the women in this episode oh, yeah. um their the definition of their plot the definition of their character is uh i need this man to tell me they approve and so let's
3: let, let's retape my part about this episode so i hated this episode it was very <laughs> no, sexist no, no no
1: it's very fun. i'm kidding i'm kidding i, Go I, really like I didn't it.
3: interrupt but, you yeah
1: Oh, that's okay. Um, I just find it interesting, too, when Aaron will find these things and I don't. And then I look at it and I go, wow, I'm so used to that.
3: Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And it's really interesting. I mean, I think Aaron's always, I mean, he's always, I I think both of you have helped me see those things better. Um,
1: I I just, I want to be more aware of it for conversations with Iris, I think, because there is that Mm -hmm. subtle way that, are like what we watch influences how Uh we relate to other people and you know there are certain shows I just kind of like walk away from with Iris where I'm like oh I trust this show like Uh Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and stuff like that where they're like solving mysteries and things but as we start to watch content maybe like more like this Uh I am like I really want to think more critically about it instead of just watching it for like oh if a scary ghost pops up or something like that uh, but rather, like, the content behind it, those subtle, subversive things that tell you who you are in society, which I think is why, why like, the Baljik character is really disappointing for some people and should be because he's portrayed as, you know, somebody to be bullied and belittled and made fun of um, because he looks different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. so And that's unacceptable. And so similar with, you know, um, the women or young young girls, their storyline, their struggle, what they're thinking about um, shouldn't always be based on what's going on with the men around them. It can be be something else. So and it's really strange because I think, you know, like for me growing up, um, the culture was and and my my upbringing was large in part, who are you going to marry? Who are you going to be with? What boys do you like? I mean, these were the questions people always asked me. So these are the things I always thought about. So that influenced the things that were on my mind growing up. I wasn't asked things like, uh, what do you want to study in college or things like that? You know, it was always about relationship and always about how I looked. Um, always about, you know, really superficial stuff. Like, Like legitimately, that's what I remember and recall. And so that's been really important to me that when I talk to Iris, I talk about her intellect and her, you know, her ability to draw and her skills and things like that. I, I compliment her beauty. Obviously, I think she's beautiful, but that's maybe one percent of my compliments to her. And I want to find a fine. I want to find a good balance. Obviously, she's only three. So <laughs> I got <laughs> time. But anyways, it's just interesting, Aaron. So I want to say thank you for pointing those things out. I think it's important.
3: Oh. It's not, well, the other thing I think is irritating. They always put that on the female character. And mm-hmm. As someone who I I mean, like I felt like I was kind of like Candace in high school where when I had a girlfriend, I was always concerned that, oh no, if I do this, she's not gonna like me. And if you know, like that yeah. happens with men too. Like that's I mean, maybe I, I don't know. I think I think it's pretty even too. Like, I think there's some mm-hmm. women that happens to you, some that don't give a shit. There's some men that it happens to, you, some men that don't give a shit, right? because uh, my yeah, wife it, and I, my wife would be like more like what you would call the man where she's just like, Yeah, if you want to hang out, let's hang out. If not, whatever. You know, you whereas get- I'm I'm trying to like impress. Uh, you know, which is which is unhealthy. Which was was definitely unhealthy for me.
2: So much of the unhealthy things in our relationships, both romantic relationships and even friend relationships, come from these kind of pressures. And I, I could talk about this forever. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, so if we want to do the whole podcast uh, today on this, I'm I'm fine. I'm free uh, for the next few
3: hours. Yeah, we're talking about Phineas and Ferb <laughs> we got into this. Of course, but we did. There's, yes, we, we point to out.
2: We, we point out the sexism of the the idea of these women all needing validation in a man. But it's beyond that, it's the idea of relationship pressure. Mm-hmm. And the way that our children feel monogamy pressure at such a young age is insane to me. The idea that that they find in their world this this desire to find a single boyfriend or girlfriend at, you know, seven, eight, nine, whatever the case may be, so that they can check that box and validate themselves by a relationship. And I'm talking both men and women now. Mm-hmm. is, is oh, yeah. i just it it hurts in so many different ways it develops codependency it develops this idea that um you can only have good relationships with uh one person of the opposite gender it develops you know the these crazy ideas of what love is supposed to look like um it's just the idea that we're not teaching our kids hey go be friends with a bunch of human beings instead you know yeah. proactively but instead yeah, we're what, like oh look at her do. with her little boyfriend isn't that cute do you want to kiss him do you want to kiss your little boyfriend that it's already like, happens with oh, iris oh my
3: goodness stop yeah. people just stop well and the other i also hate the uh, being a being a dad i hate the stereo being a dad of a girl I hate that I always get asked the question what are you gonna do when she starts dating like I what do you mean like I'm gonna yeah yeah, I'm gonna meet her boyfriend and or meet her date and <laughs> have a conversation what, what do you want me to have a rifle handy and like you want to come yeah. over and we'll do hope, bad boys too like what like, she
1: has enough of an understanding of her person that she can
3: yeah I find that dads I can understand being uh I can understand being like concerned but like I just I don't know I find weird that dads get obsessed with stuff like that about their daughter dating. I'm questioning my verbiage.
2: I think I should have said exclusivity pressure, not uh, monogamy pressure. I think that probably would have been a better way to express what I was saying. But this, uh, this, just this idea of what a relationship is and how you have to check it off on your your list to be a valid human being <laughs> is just
3: ugh. Oh. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. say when you said that I was thinking. Wait, is he saying like you should date a bunch of people in high school like hundred percent? No, I no, I no, am a hundred percent saying that. Oh no, so, no, but I'm mean, well, yeah, but I mean you should. I mean like no, I know what you're saying. I you should you should just date, not have like not the, have relationships. The
2: pressure of exclusive relationships I, is I, so I ridiculous you. to no, me. You're right. It's, yeah. When you are if 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 you are pursuing monogamy in a in a marriage relationship and that is a decision that you and and your partner make for your life, that's that's great. Then then you you have that vow together, right? But when you are growing up, this idea that there's that if I have a boyfriend I can't like other boys or be attracted to other boys, or if I have a girlfriend that I can't hang out with other
3: girls, is it's so unhealthy. And I just well, ah, and you, even in marriage that's unhealthy because of course you're going to be attracted to other people it doesn't mean you're going to act on it or even think about it but attraction you know like you know I'm attracted to Aaron what am I supposed to do about that you know (laughs) I'm just kidding but um, oh I felt so good and then you took it back Uh, (laughs) okay (laughs) you can can keep it no I was I was telling the truth
1: I think we've uh, we've unpacked a lot of really cool like healthy concepts here but um, we could talk about this all day we should just talk about the fun sins and yes uh,
2: yes let's move on let's let's Sad
3: now. <laughs> I'm thinking about high school relationships.
2: Ugh. No, I'm just kidding. Uh,
3: yeah, Jonathan, you didn't write on this. Why don't you uh, head us into uh, the uh,
2: sense video? I did
3: not. Um, I believe those things are just called land. Ba- I believe those are just called land bands now, Jeremy. <laughs> I thought that was that was amazing. And I don't know if you were even referencing that, but you know they changed the Disney World uh, resort. Did you know that? Oh no, I, I all I knew was the yeah, Dixie Chicks just was, went to the um, Chicks. It was. Uh, is it Port? Maybe it's Port Orleans now. I don't Or Maybe they have it. I don't know. It's, it was like a Dixieland or something and they changed it. And I think maybe it's Port Orleans. that That's the one that they changed it to. I can't remember. But yeah, no, that happened. Yeah. Um, and then um, is it Super COVID? That was amazing. <laughs> but seriously, that, what was... Was, that word was undercover. Like he cut those letters out of undercover. There's no other word <laughs> that <laughs> there, would come from. There
1: are other words. Like recover, um, maybe? That it could have been because I looked up other words. We actually had an alt on this one. We had errands, which is the one we went with because it just flowed better. Um well, and you're a woman. Ma- <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm I'm always gonna be you the did, lesser. You did
2: pass your all your sins through Justin first, right? To make sure yeah, that he yeah. approved. I okay, made sure. just wanted, just wanted to make sure. <laughs>
1: it went through all five of my male bosses. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, okay, so like mine was uh, Pop Quiz, uh, whether Dr. I think I called him Doof and Doodle or something, subs to <laughs> which magazine? A Roman magazine for the word Verkovic- Verkovicium, because that's actually like part of this thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Aaron a- just a doom- didn't want to say these words. I'm talking right. right now.
1: <laughs> doom metal, a doom metal magazine for the band Super Coven. or betting trends for the overcover on and all of those have that combination of those letters that it could have been um or you know d none of the above blah blah blah, and just kind of making fun of this urcov moment i i liked i liked obviously we both liked how aaron kind of put his together but it was fun to see the alt side by side Mm -hmm. we both just zoomed in on that letter we we gave that uh that letter the the what for nice
2: yeah it's ridiculous
3: that's so funny um uh th- i love aaron bringing up that he had a list uh, 16 and a half things weird list <laughs> um and then of course the wordplay on how did they pull this song out of their brass was was pretty amazing mm-hmm. uh, oh and the gutter system oh my god the gutter system was hilarious because like i just whoever that? noticed that that was insane it was
1: like mr potato head where you just like have holes you just stick stuff yeah, on that the was, side
3: that <laughs> was like, animators was that? getting lazy
2: I think. Is the is the rain coming from inside the house? Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was the strangest thing ever. There's like, there's not even a just, gutter system on the side of the roof. No. It was just literally just uh, Yeah. It's strange. like just no. Don't you put said...
3: anything. Just don't put anything there. Like yeah. no. we're not gonna notice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe we
3: would. No, we would have said it for not having a gutter system if they not that. <laughs> uh Danae, do you want to go next?
1: Um, some of the ones I really liked was we actually had another alt series on this one, um, for the, the whole Paris thing we both started off with our view on how obvious the setting in paris was but i really like how aaron kind of played that out and was like the four street graphical establishing cues and the music and everything i thought that was really really fun the is it parisian Mm -hmm. is that what she said the parisian Mm -hmm. music so i thought that was fun we also had alts for the road construction which again aaron figured out the best way to kind of put together all these different pieces of how that road construction made no sense. And, of course, we got to send kind of this whole, like, massive crevice. Like, it was so deep. And there was a couple different angles on it. And it's just like, what are they doing in this neighborhood that is requiring (laughs) them to dig 50 feet down and, and make this massive crater? Yeah like <laughs> this huge trench in this like, neighborhood
3: they're like, they're like yeah they're like building a tunnel or something yeah. like i don't i don't know what they're doing
1: that's a conspiracy they're level building stuff. A
3: landing for mother space the spaceship to land well, And I'm... then
1: they hang a porta potty out over it like what like,
2: what <laughs> and then of course the the corresponding part of that the show has no interest in in making that any kind of uh reasonable part of like, any kind of delay for the mom or anything. You know, she's <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she's just, like, there 15 seconds later somehow. Yeah, I had to
3: go back and look at, oh, there's a couple things on that, because I was just, like, I didn't even catch, because I read The Sins, and I'm just like, wait a second, I don't think that's right. Like, there was something about, like, why didn't she park in the driveway? I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I went back, like, oh, sure enough. Yeah, she just, uh, she, they park,
1: <laughs> she parks in the driveway every other episode, but this one she just pulls in the street. Just and then, weird. And then like
3: Candace, there's no way she would have known she was there. And, no. I mean yeah, yeah, that you you guys nailed that scene. That was it, funny.
1: It was ridiculousness. Um, I loved Aaron's pun uh punny book. With the punny names, the punny side up, born to pun, and the military, the the pun of Nava grown, and then how we asked them to make the book title change as it <laughs> went through. I thought that was really, really fun. Listen, uh,
2: I love puns, and uh, more egregious than the pun title uh, in that sin is the fact that you would get your puns from a book. <laughs> get them Some from your mind
3: gifted. Wait, I'm sorry. People aren't gifted. I'm, wait, Aaron, Aaron likes puns? It's
2: true. Yeah. It's true. Listen, It's a, it's a
1: new development. I, I will that's
2: be so ex- uh, I learned
3: something 58 episodes later. Like, I love oh, that.
2: I love that puns have never uh pun so much it may be on my my headstone when I get buried. It's, it's oh, <laughs> I'm no. proud of that one. <laughs> that's,
1: that's what episode pre- number is this?
3: <laughs> is it 58? Is that right? Uh 64, I think. Oh. Close yeah
1: (laughs) close (laughs) Uh, uh, and just another one that just bothered me that was fun to send was the clock beeping at 5.01
2: I had that one written down too yeah
1: what why does that happen? Who who has a clock that beats every minute? That's so stupid. So I really like pointing that one I don't
3: know. out. I mean, the only thing I could think of would be like snooze. But snooze is like seven minutes, it's still,
1: right? But still, it still goes beep, beep, would, beep, beep, It doesn't just beep, it? beep once. Yeah. Who would know? set a
3: snooze alarm for one minute, though? That would be terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I've actually done that.
3: <laughs> mine, on my, mine on my phone is like seven minutes, I know. And I've never changed it, so... But I try not to do that because I've heard it's very unhealthy.
1: Anyways, those are mine. Uh, uh, I, liked, I liked so many, but those are just the few that no, I... No, it's,
2: it's fun. Uh, Stacy answered that phone instantly. She appears to be sleepy, uh, but the moment Candace says her name, she's not only awake, but also sitting up and instantly ready to get on with her day. I thought that was a great observation. Uh, I'm, I'm imagining a child watching this show thinking, I believe I can get good grades, attend college, attend college, feed myself, and keep my place clean while also never leaving the couch because one more round of Fall Guys isn't going to play itself. Uh, and then now they're, their grades are trash, and they're in debt. Uh,
3: I, I that love was that. Too. There's a video actually. I just sent a script to Aaron to Barrett for a music video sends. I think it's next week's, and uh, I don't know if he's going to keep it in. But the the whole song is basically about that. Like if you just dream, you're good. Like <laughs> you're yeah, just gonna just you're it. just gonna be a doctor. Just you know, show and you I'm can just like, it. and I'm just sitting there like, oh my god. So I I wrote a send kind of similar to that. I was like, so seeing this, it was really funny.
2: I really like the observation too. Uh, about uh, Perry's bed flipping around and how nobody <laughs> yeah. would have found that with it glued to the floor <laughs> and it spins so easily. Like, that made how? a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, good gravy mother of dragons, there are children watching. And then the fact that we blurred.
3: <laughs> that we blurred the <laughs> the, face blurred the
2: head.
1: The explosion <laughs>
3: Speaking of Perry, though, Danae, why this should be, like, your favorite show. That's a freaking I mean, platypus.
1: It is a platypus, but and You're like, he's there's not no platypuses really, out there. He's really not that... He's not really been the center character no. in anything he, that i watched He always... So far. It's kind
3: of his... His adventures are side stories, right? Mm-hmm. Typically.
2: Yep, yep. That's typically how it works.
1: Also, I mean, before we wrap up, I just I have a confession that might make me unpopular. I'm oh. a little nervous about it. Okay. All right. Okay. But, I really can't stand Clay Aiken's voice.
3: Uh, Yeah. I just don't think, how is that going to make you unpopular? Do you hear I people talking know. about him these days? <laughs> You're <laughs> I thinking, don't got, know. got a lot of, what are they, clay heads? What are they, what were they called? I don't know. Claymates. Is that right? The Clay-mates.
1: Claymates. But Claymates, okay. Is it really? I don't know. The, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a couple, there's a couple things that happened. I was really annoyed by his voice. Um, And then because I had to watch it multiple times, I realized that it was like a legit thing. The first time I watched it, I was just a little like, oh, I didn't like that. Second and third time, I was like, oh, I really, there's just something about his voice I really don't like. And then when we were going over the edit, I watched our first edit round where we're making notes, you know, to either fix something that we see or change Mm -hmm. something in the visual part of it. I watched it at 0.75 speed. Listening to Clay Aiken sing at 0.75 speed was like nightmare fuel.
2: (laughs) Here's my experience with Clay Aiken. Uh, many people know I get uh, wrapped up in reality competition shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love them, and American Idol is right. no different. And in fact, the first season of American Idol I watched was season two. I didn't watch the first season.
3: Same, uh, same with my wife and I. I watched the end of season one, but season two was the first full season I watched.
2: So, um, so I was into the Clay versus Ruben thing. Like, it, you know, I yeah. I I loved them both, but I was definitely rooting for Clay uh, right from. I think it was. There was something that season where they had to fight their way back in or something if they had been eliminated, and he sang John Elton's Don't Let the Sun Go Down on You. Mm-hmm. I remember this vividly, and he blew my mind. I had never heard such like a pure tonal voice sing that that song like that and yeah, i just i was I'm a, with denae i i'm i so i'm a real fan of his voice i love the like there's just a purity to his tone that
3: i really like but
1: yeah,
2: i think
3: but, my opinion is he can sing i i mean i he's talented mm-hmm. i just i'm kind of with denae on hearing i don't know <laughs> sometimes voices know. are unpleasant yeah
1: sometimes you just don't drive with a voice for whatever reason clay clay has a voice i don't know
3: so my l- wife would be with you my wife was so for ruben she developed a hatred for clay
2: oh, <laughs> that's was just so like... funny. <laughs> well that's how and it then... was it was clay versus yeah.
3: reuben that whole season think... like once it got into it so yeah and then i think after that she's like i don't think i can watch reality competition shows anymore she's like i don't think they're healthy although she does watch like rupaul's that's drag funny. race and some stuff like that but yeah. she doesn't watch singing competitions anymore my daughter just started watching rupaul's drag race a nine-year-old tell recapping rupaul's drag race for you is awesome
2: <laughs> 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 fyi <laughs> so anyhow i liked clay during the american i Idol season and then afterwards was just like eh, i'm not that interested anymore so it was it it really is a reality show thing for me i think where i attach myself to the the contestant mm-hmm. and not necessarily the talent and oh, so, so you,
3: quit, you don't watch american idol that's the no, one no no. i've watch? watched every oh. season of american idol oh, since then oh, i, I don't listen
2: said. to clay aiken after that oh, season oh, like oh, I, I, I thought you were saying you didn't care about the show anymore. no i just i didn't care about clay anymore because so
3: who's your favorite winner
2: winner um Probably of all time of of American Idol. Yeah. I actually don't know. That's a good question. I mean, yeah. did Carrie win her season? Carrie Underwood? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She did. Cause that was a, that was a crazy season too. Cause that was, um, what's his name? He ended up finishing like fifth and he was killing it like all season. Uh, the rocker. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked
2: him too. Um, he's still doing his stuff name. too. No. Yeah. Uh, mine's he was Kelly just, he Clarkson. Was on, he was For on sure. mass
3: singer. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, was, the, he, was great. he was the, he was the dog on mm-hmm. math. The dog right, on mass singer. Right. Yeah.
1: What is his uh, name? Uh, <laughs> masked Singer Dot. I'm
3: coming home. Chris, right? Daughtry? Is it Daughtry? Chris Daughtry, yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is oh. why I don't sing Danae because you're just like I don't know that song. <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyhow, uh, that's my experience with Clay. Um, is it? It was dependent on the season, but yeah, Fantasia is amazing. Um, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson's amazing. A lot of great people have come through that show. I'm not
3: a ta- not never was a Taylor Hicks fan. That, that one kind of that, that was a weird. That
2: was a weird thing, man. That Taylor yeah. Hicks thing was a weird thing um but yeah uh all right let's move on to bob's burgers the pilot is called human meat and uh is about exactly what you might think it would be about with a title like that uh it is a dice walk-in <laughs> script jonathan and myself writing on this one um i don't believe any of us had watched the show before mm-hmm. watching this, this pilot
3: this is my favorite discovery of tv sun so far
2: um have you watched more? yet no
3: i haven't i'm saying but this pilot uh, okay, i've I not curious. gotten around yeah no, I no, I'm, either. I'm, I'm, I'm going to i have to now but uh this pilot was just I mean, this is a great pilot regardless of what the show becomes this is one of the best pilots i've probably yeah, ever this, seen this show is funny and well oh my god
1: I'm glad that I haven't really got into Archer because I was incredibly distracted by the dad's voice Mm -hmm. being Archer. That was a really... Like, that was a kind of a shock to me that it took me quite a while to kind of be like, this is not that, you know, because his voice Mm -hmm. is so easily recognizable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he can't really mask his voice. He can mask the delivery of the lines and and things like that. But after I watched it, because I watched it uh, because I was a shadow on this one, so I had to watch... Uh, for that purpose. And then I, I watched it again, a couple scenes just to kind of like cl- mm-hmm. uh, click some things into mind. And um, I, I'm glad I don't watch Archer because this can be kind of that voice for mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You know, it's it's not an Archer voice. It's going to become a Bob's burger. Cause I'm probably not going to watch Archer as much as everybody thinks. I be. I would love it. And I'm, I think I agree. I think I would lean definitely more towards the Bob's burgers because I just find the relationship aspects yeah. between the family To me, more interesting than the relationships with the coworkers, the toxic environment of the coworkers versus the toxic environment of the family. I guess is your (laughs) choice. I mean,
3: I've I've obviously watched a lot of Archer, so I mean, I can't compare it right now. It would not shock me if this ends up being better based on that pilot. Archer had a really good pilot too, though. Uh, But it would not shock me if it ends up being better. So I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those, from what I can tell. Yeah, Uh, Uh because I mean, this was just. This was like pitch perfect. Like it just everything about it. I mean, it just, it was, it was unreal. Like I've, and a lot of those Fox animation, that's why I'd probably never watched it because honestly, other than the Simpsons and I guess King of the Hill, well, Futurama. But I mean, like all the new ones they've popped out like over the last like decade, I haven't really gotten into the ones I've watched. Yeah. Um. So, and I think I just never gave this one a chance for whatever reason. And apparently that was a bad call.
1: I also really love, is it Shale? Kristen Shale? is that how you say your last name okay i really really love her Um, she's great i love her voice i love her quirkiness uh last man on earth was one of the shows that i watched every episode of Mm -hmm. and i really loved and that's probably where i like probably know her best Mm -hmm. from i guess her work so when i heard her voice um on this show playing louise uh, aka bunny hat girl Mm -hmm. I was really, really excited she, to hear her voice and her delivery is fun.
3: Interesting story about her that Barrett and I did send the Sends video for Valentine's Day, which is a terrible movie. I mean, just a Aaron probably loves it, but it's a fucking terrible <laughs> movie. It just feels like an Aaron thing. I don't know. Now, have you ever seen it? Uh, I don't know. <sighs> Jessica Biel and um, Jessica Alba. Yes. And, uh, yes, I
2: have. I have. I have. Yeah.
3: It's it's really bad. It's really generic. I think it's like Gary Marshall or something. Mm-hmm. It, it, he directed it. But anyways, Kristen Shaw's in it, and there is one scene, and it's a scene with her, and she's so good in the scene. It's it's a really funny moment. It's like her and Taylor Swift, um, which is really odd, an odd duo in a scene. But um, I, I I gave her a cent off, and Barrett was like, I agree with you. He's like, we we cannot give this movie a cent off though. He's <laughs> like, we just can't. He's like, I know they don't matter. <laughs> I like, know it doesn't matter. We can't we do it. We give this movie it's a. It's so send-off. funny
2: how we're such so. hypocrites sometimes in our own mind. Like we <laughs> oh, we, yeah. do. we all know it doesn't matter, and then yet we can't help it. We're like, and no, I, I can't give a cent off, or I, I have I, I to give dis- a cent off, or
3: whatever it might and be. And I didn't disagree with him because it was a terrible movie. I mean, talk yeah. about like a movie you would hate, today Like I mean, because it was just every stereotype you can imagine, and it's about Valentine's Day. You know, it was. just It's awful. It's just an hour and a half of women looking for uh recognition from their men i um it's terrible
2: uh i'm i'm at it's, it's the uh, the threat of turning this into a, a Kristen Shaw <laughs> podcast uh i love her as well <laughs> and i cannot help but think of this moment in one of the episodes of radio lab if you listen to this podcast they did a podcast on loops and the idea that things repeating over and over mm-hmm. and she used to do this comedy bit with uh kurt braunhauer uh, they were kind of like a comedy team. And it was him just singing this song, Kristen Shawl is a horse. Kristen Shawl is a horse. Christian shawl <laughs> i heard is- this. And, and he would do it over and over. And the crowd would laugh at it. And she'd just dance around like a horse. And the crowd would laugh at it. <laughs> and then he would keep doing it until they stopped laughing. Like it, did, it wasn't yeah. funny anymore. And then wait until it got funny again. Like he'd just keep doing it. And then it, they would see how long they could do it You know, before completely losing the audience. And they'd go 15, 20 minutes sometimes oh with like christian shawl is a horse and she just dance around <laughs> like a horse and and the show is like it was exploring that comedy of thi- thing about like if you do something over and over again enough it eventually becomes unfunny but then it eventually becomes funny again and like how that works in the human mind anyways it's a fascinating episode no, and it's a really that. funny it's idea like the, so
3: barrett used to do barrett will do this uh, used to do the banana the knock knock banana joke you know what mm-hmm. i'm talking about yeah, yeah 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 but he would do it for like he would just keep say he would never say orange like so he would do this to people <laughs> until they were just about to kill him um and i think and that's when i think he discovered that he really liked my wife because uh, when we were dating because she just like let him keep going and <laughs> 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 she just didn't care at all she just she enjoyed it with him so but yeah no I, that just what that reminds me of every time i hear people do stuff like that
2: she's great i love christian Shaw. uh danae why don't you move us into the sins video what's some of the the stuff that you liked in there
1: Oh, I mean, since the show was unexpected and had a lot of unexpected places that it went, I, first of all, want to say congratulations, you guys, because I remember reading and you're like, whoa, it's hard to send this one because we were all having a good time. It was
3: really hard. Yeah, this was a tough one. And it wasn't even because it was good. It was just, I don't know, there just wasn't a lot of stuff to, like, grab onto.
1: No, and I was really impressed with the continuity of their animation which of course Mm -hmm. is something that I always look for Uh, even like the sides of the buildings have like appropriate piping and appropriate lines for like you know phones and things like that so it was not something very easy so I I like what you guys um, found Uh, I loved the sample burger sizes so that you can accidentally grab three toothpicks instead of one just the turn of that sin was fun and unexpected Um, oh that was
3: ridiculous Aaron noticed that (laughs) I've handed samples out yeah you don't get like a crystals burger
1: (laughs) and then pointing out the labor day uh weekend so they they say that the lab is going to be open um on monday and pointing out well since it's labor day weekend wouldn't it be tuesday i thought that was just a a nice and clever kind of catch there nice
3: catch yeah that was like on the eighth time i was watching it i caught that i think
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh toilet with stalls i love that one Uh, because those are awful they're the worst those are Mm -hmm. so awful uh, I think we've all probably been in a toilet stall that was mm-hmm. very, very little room to move around. Um, so I loved that. And then adding the whole answering your phone while you're in a restroom, or really any restroom, whether it's public or not. Yeah, I think um, I
3: noted that I wanted to add the any restroom. And then I said, if either yeah. one of you call me from the restroom, I'm losing your numbers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you answer the phone and you say, yeah, I'm in the toilet. I don't know. I don't know why I don't get it. <laughs> uh, there's this kiss that has the slobber, you know, and so it turns into an au moment. And Aaron, is this your first time delivering an au?
2: Yes, it's my first au. Oh,
1: I thought it was great. I loved <laughs> yeah, it. Man, I did my best. <laughs> uh, and then, and the we sin do about... talk
3: about that, by the way. We do talk about. We've cut stuff before because we felt like that was more something Jeremy would do. And... Right. Yeah. 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 But, but yeah. this That's is a just... crossover. Yeah.
1: Um. I also. Uh, Pointing out the the sign not being changed back from child molester to the new baconings <laughs> when they clearly had time to do that, uh, which just meant that they want more shenanigans, which this show is all about the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was just this constant, you know, one upping of how the day could get worse and worse and worse. And so to point out how they didn't make it any easier on themselves was fun, too. And that's mine for today.
2: Uh, also known as the TV Sins trifecta was one of my favorite sins. Uh,
3: loved that. I wrote like 30 things for that too. And that was the one I finally decided was the good one. But just... I also liked the uh, pretty sure that's Chick-fil-A,
2: but semantics about the enemy <laughs> yeah. of the burger. That's, that if a there great was pull. one
1: sin that was surely uh, Jonathan's, it's anything that's like Chick-fil-A related. <laughs> yeah, I
2: worked there. So. Yeah,
1: you're like, I. the disdain for this place is real.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I just love... I loved the, it's called The Pursuit of Excellence, Susan, look it up. Uh, yeah, I love that one. Like, <laughs> I, for whatever reason, I just wanted to pick on that teacher. It's like that ampersand was awful. And I was like, who draws an yeah. ampersand like that? Anyhow. Uh, have you ever worked in a kitchen the, the you take the smell home with you it lives inside you yeah, uh, I agree to
3: that one very much
2: I, I love I loved that one very much uh, the natural loofah that removes six skin layers can't even help the stench <laughs> uh, so yeah <laughs>
3: That is no joke. I mean, I can't tell you how many nights I took a shower, got out, dried off, and then I was like, nope. And then I got right back in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that happens, man. Yeah. Especially if you're closing. Yeah. Oh, my Can God. You you're imagine? like, oh. I, I imagine.
2: Like- I imagine I would actually use soap uh, if I worked it around. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you would absolutely have to use soap. You I have so no many choice. things I want to add about that conversation, <laughs> by the way, since it went live, but it's fine. It'll just exist as it is. What but was
3: the- wrong with it? No, no, what no. no just,
2: just. Just the fact that I'd also don't live a very active life, so it's not like I'm sweating a lot or you know anything like. that. Yeah, I just like if you to... were
3: doing if you were doing like construction or something, you might you might be uh, <laughs> yeah you might be more inclined. I might be more
2: of a soap fan. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? Uh, what were some of the ones we haven't mentioned that you like?
3: Um, you screaming Lana was really funny. Speaking of the oh Archer, my goodness,
2: I, I, I didn't may... know, I,
3: and I just put you don't have to do this, but that would be you know. The... Cause I even suggested we could put it in, you know, like we could put in Lana from an episode or something. The,
2: uh, the Lana that made it in was my first take. I did about five and I got to the end and I was like, I think the first one's my best, but you can be the judge. So I, th- I think they agreed, but, uh, they listen. I, and that, that was that, I may have uh, one fewer vocal cord. I don't know how many you have, but I think I've got one less than I used to after trying to do that. So
1: it's like we're born with like 10 and you <laughs> right, only have yeah, so many screams. Like
2: that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: that, uh people who keep snow globes in their purse was just so random and mm-hmm. funny. Uh, I'm pretty sure you mispronounced hilarious and uh judging a book by its comb over cover were the other ones I had <laughs> yes, which that one that one that was yours. I can't remember what I had, but that was one where we had a couple of different ones I remember because that was just a yeah. bizarre scene. But yeah, that Kristen Shaw's the youngest, right? She's the one that was getting in like got them into yes. trouble, right? She's yeah. the one that yes. why why they were doing uh why they, it was called human meat or whatever. Man, she yeah, she's really funny.
2: Yeah, for some reason the <laughs> the alt that was pedophile shaming didn't make the uh didn't make the official
3: <laughs> Oh my god. That did not happen. That did not happen. happen. <laughs>
2: uh all right let's move on to music video sins uh black pink uh we're talking about oral sex again with ice cream we think uh, we th- I, yeah i think it's more I, yeah, than we we're talking think. about oral sex again <laughs> yeah um
3: by the way just want to make this very clear uh barrett took the sin away for lisa so okay fair just enough wanna... fair i enough. actually gave a sin at that but it was a positive towards her i was i mean i wrote a sin along the lines of you know we love nikki and cardi but why can't we have some lisa guest verses or something like that i think the actual
2: the actual sin was uh lisa is objectively the most beautiful woman in this group i think that is uh i think that's what the sin originally was so funny
1: how this stuff works out isn't it
3: (laughs) yeah yeah i think the band's just called lisa now i think
1: that's what it's man these women are so beautiful Mm -hmm. i know i know they're all dolled up and you know everything like that but they're just they're really just beautiful women like selena my god. There's just like it's like look at all these beautiful talented women on the screen right now. Although I don't you know, like sometimes you look at their outfits and I love I love how colorful and vibrant. There's just mm-hmm. so much to look at. And every time we do a black, pink, um and even like the BTS, there's so many outfit changes. Like I remember yeah. back in the day it was just like you have an outfit, you're doing a video, that's it. <laughs> now it's oh, like Oh, I don't know. 75.
2: I, the boy bands definitely did outfit changes. Uh you can watch some of those Backstreet and InSync videos. They definitely have like three or four different set pieces with different outfits. I do, and... I do,
3: I do know what you're saying though, as far as women, because I feel like I don't like. I was just thinking, like Britney Spears. I don't think she changed outfits, and I don't like Christina Aguilera. If if she was wearing, you know, I don't well, think like, you she might really have changed.
1: three, yeah, or something, may or
3: may, but not like. 12. But this
1: was like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, there's so much to look at, and then the thing that's interesting too, they're, they're like. They remind me of Barbies in a way, where you can get all these different outfits and like change them and stuff. Accessorize them, yeah. Accessorize them, which I'm sure is part of what they're going for. But um, I, I like it's the kind of outfits that you could never wear in real life. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and feel like, I don't know. Maybe you could, maybe your life is like that. I guess I'm not, I don't, I can't assume I'm a, <laughs> well, I'm a mom in the Midwest now. So like my life is jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, I,
3: I will say my daughter though, some like Saturdays when we're home all day, she'll come down with a different outfit, like every couple of hours. And I'm just like, awesome. why, why, why do you, why do you keep changing? Like, are you like, is something going on? Like She's you know,
1: watching Blackpink. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> like,
2: i'm like that too i I wear five (laughs) or six different outfits every day Um, You certainly don't wear the same outfit every day for you know months on end then you should
3: hang out with my daughter you guys could have like (laughs) costume parties like
1: i kind of find myself watching like looking at one of of like a snapshot of this moment like you know you know those um gifts where you're supposed to like pause the screen and that's like it mm-hmm. just flashes a whole bunch of options and then you pause and it's supposed to be like a word for the day or an image mm-hmm. for the day or something it's like you could just fast forward through black pink and then just pause it and be like this is the outfit for the day because there's so many options i don't know i was just really fascinated by everything that was no, going I, no, on
3: i mean I, I agree with you no they do they do a lot of outfit changes
1: it was visually very flavorful <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. i don't want to so step colors. over
3: anything barrett says though Did, didn't he write something about this
1: Oh, yeah. I, and we'll get to Barrett eventually. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I also really loved how colorful the sets were, too. I don't know. Yep. And that was the same for BTS. Like they just building these sets. There's that moment when there's all the different colored backdrops. And then they're kind of like stepping through. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It was just really impressed.
3: I actually disagreed with Barrett on one then because I didn't think it looked like they were in two different places other than they were never together. Right. But I thought they actually did a really good job, which I don't think he says they didn't do a good job. He just, I, there's some sin where, mm-hmm. disagrees is probably a strong word, but he made a comment about it. And I was actually thinking in my head, you know, I didn't, I didn't even think about the fact that they weren't together because I didn't even notice they weren't together in a scene, but it makes sense. I mean, they were right. probably, I don't know if they were overseas or what, but you know, I'm, I'm guessing they were. And then, she, you know, Selena was like outside her house probably. <laughs> Um,
1: She's just like in her backyard Looking amazing
3: I I, I mean I've I've said I think I've even said this On the podcast Around when it came out But she released Her new album came out Like in January And it is it's outstanding. Like, she's
1: amazing. It,
3: yeah, I think she's like, I know, I think Barrett even said something about this. I think she is definitely like, I think this is going to be the time she gets like super appreciated because I think, you know, the Wizards of Waverly Place and all that stuff happened. I think maybe, you know, and then the Justin Bieber crap happened and, you know, yeah. so I think maybe now people just be like, she's a, you know, she's a musical artist. That's what she mm-hmm. is. And uh, um, so, yeah, I'm right, excited. Well, here,
1: I've got what Barrett had to say now. That's here. Um He says, such fun. So cunnilingus. You can tell the black pink ladies are having a good time, and Selena always brings the energy, so the video isn't bad. The song itself is pretty awful unless you're actively engaging in cunnilingus while listening to it. I don't remember Blackpink being so overtly sexual before, but good for them. While this isn't her best performance or anything, I do believe we're experiencing the beginning of the prime of Selena Gomez's music career. There's a subtle cable guy joke in one of the sins that I presume Aaron picked up on. Maybe Jonathan? (laughs) The bleeping sin was fun, too. Although it's hard to narrate, I just ended up actually saying all the crazy things that came to mind. And thank God, no one will ever hear that except the editors. Actually, I could pull it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. But I, I was that
3: like, for actually, you, you can hear little bits and pieces. I I got some of it when I was reviewing it, but because um, I almost even said we might need to bleep it more, but I think it worked out pretty well because I think it's just enough.
1: I really do wonder if if like you know someday we can release. Actually, um, Jeremy recently said something in our Slack channels about. A narration that he did mm-hmm. where he um, performs quite a lot and they're going to edit it down. But then I thought it'd be kind of fun, like if mm-hmm. we released the full performance, you know, for patrons or something like mm-hmm. that. So Yeah. Anyway, that's what Baird had to say.
2: Uh, I'll start with my thoughts. Uh, I may have some residual uh, WAP dementia influencing my opinion. It made me
3: laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh this oh, is. I mean, we hold on a second, Aaron. We we haven't had our segment of Aaron dissects the song. Oh, I so. mean, if you want me to talk about kind <laughs> for a while, I can. Uh... <laughs> it was both, though, right? It was. It was also them giving oral sex, right? Like it Guys, was. Cause, this song is cause, about
1: ice cream. Stop!
3: <laughs> Don't ruin today's sip, sip- ideas. Sipping, <laughs> sipping like a slurpee. I assumed that was. Would you? I would you that, assume? I, I thought that was I thought that was a bull job Listen, but I could be wrong just, it certainly
1: could cat. be
2: it certainly could be but it could be it's other things a- as well <laughs> It's that's a cat in ice cream cone, no, that's all it is. I
3: know Barrett and I both, had. I, I I had a few too where I was just like, wait a second, does she mean that's this? And I, you know, and like, uh, I don't know, that was, that was a lot of fun, like kind of making fun of the fact that we were trying to dissect it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I don't, I don't see uh, too much uh, philosophically that I, to like uh, I uh, yeah, that I need to explore in this. I didn't that really much care either. for it, but. It's I mean it's 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 very basic pop music. Sometimes pop music will get to me in a way where I'm like, "Oh, that's fun." And I just never had that mm-hmm. feeling during this song. So, I don't know. Well,
3: especially like after hearing like even something like some other stuff they've done or like like I said that Selena Gomez album, like listening to a song like Rare And Mm -hmm. then listening to this, you're just like, that's a step down.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Possibly my favorite sin in the entire video was that's like being a Liverpool fan, but also rooting hard for the Norwegian (laughs) curling team in the Olympics. (laughs) And I think it's my favorite because it's such a perfect analogy for the weird different sports thing. She was like the Boise State. And I forget what the other one. Philadelphia Phillies. In the Phillies. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's just. I loved that. I thought that was great. Uh, I'm sure Selena has people that fetch ice and everything, but she does seriously know it's stored in a freezer. <laughs> uh, sure. I had some fridge, in, uh, fridge ice this morning. It was called water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I loved that. And of course, of course, you have to mention, haha, you're in my world now, uh, which is yeah. very yeah. funny at the end.
1: That was great. Uh,
2: what about you guys?
1: Um, I, uh, jumped onto, uh, and where's the black pink in your area intro? Sure. <laughs> I've seen it many times before, but I have to admit, I kind of miss it. Like that was just kind of fun. Yeah. Um, the whole, like, was it cop? Is it, what was the, what was the animal that she was sharing? A, uh, a,
3: a cop, a ca- cap-berra.
1: Cap-berra? Yeah.
3: Capybara. Mm-hmm.
2: Capybara. Those Capibara. things are so
1: cute, but why? Anyway, I was just, I kind of paused and just looked at, it. I was like, what? I mean, I have, why is she?
2: I have ideas, guys, but I don't know how, how far <laughs> we want to go into this, but uh, there's, uh, a, there's a there is a beaver slash capybara conversation uh, okay. to have at some okay, point. No, but,
1: I don't know that we need to have a conversation. Okay. I think you should just say that, and I get it now. <laughs>
3: okay, all right, fair enough. So
1: thank you. Uh, thank but you they for are that. bigger
3: than beavers. More on <laughs> that and keeping tabs. <laughs>
1: um, Being willing to risk frostbite was funny for me. The diamonds on my wrist so he can call me ice cream, not pictured. Diamonds on Wrist. And uh, I loved the, uh, while this song may be sexy as hell, it's also giving the finger to anyone who's lactose intolerant. I thought that was... I thought that was fun, <laughs> uh,
3: Jonathan, uh, Jen, What about it, you? It, yeah, the uh, going off the um, the one about frostbite though, I loved his I loved his impression of Jenny. That was uh, that seemed dead <laughs> on. I'm sure that's exactly what she sounds like. Um, and then you guys mentioned all the other ones. The only one I had, I think, that wasn't mentioned was "I got vagina, I got vagina." So
2: I thought that was fun. That was. Uh, that was with the the cats in the ice cream cone part right where it was like all of a sudden he yes. was he was hundred yeah, yeah. percent sure yeah. He was a hundred percent sure at that point that he was correct yeah, yeah okay I got it yeah
3: <laughs> yeah so that was that was our coverage of the video for Lisa that was fun <laughs>
2: uh, she's so pretty that uh, Steve Jobs named an entire computer app. um all right let's move on to cinema scenes we will start with rio 2 this was a Cher watkins script so barrett and jonathan writing on this one yeah uh do we want to hear barrett's thoughts right off the
0: top yeah
1: right off the top uh these movies are pretty you can tell the effort went into the animation and not the screenplay way too many secondary and tertiary characters like will i am Kristen Chenoweth, and blue's older daughter get more screen time than the actual protagonists also there are roughly 947.3 storylines to follow in this animated movie about a goddamn pet that's going on vacation even though it's pretty this movie can suck an egg
3: I get yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I agree eggs. with I agree with all that. My yeah. I think we talked about this when we did Rio. Um, my daughter this was like Rio and Rio 2 were like two of her early favorite movies. So I've seen this movie like 45 50 times and um I remembered every painstaking second of it uh when I had to, <laughs> when I had to do it for the Cinema Sins video. Oh. It is a terrible movie. It like is. I don't even know where to go with it. It does I mean Blue Sky has really nice animation. I yeah. agree with them on that.
2: Yeah. It's it's it strikes me I've only seen it once. Uh, because yeah. uh, I didn't have anybody begging me to watch it again, and I would never do that uh, to myself. But uh, but it is a movie that strangely is fun to watch, but not fun to watch, uh, well, if that makes just, any sense. I would just like, watch the first one.
3: I mean, I would, you know, right. like, I don't, yeah. Although like, the second I mean, the first... one
2: is, is even uh more beautiful than the first one
3: there yeah you might you well that's because they're in the amazon mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah yeah no i agree but i do but the first one i mean the first one's not very good either but it's closer to good yeah the first one's <laughs> than, okay than, yeah than, yeah it's perfectly fine yeah i haven't um, seen
1: these are you guys surprised mm-hmm. um i don't know anything so like watching the sins video i actually uh uh, I jumped in on the edit on this one to kind of just give an extra eye. And so I was able to watch it a couple times through on the edit part and, you know, kind of like learn the general storyline. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I don't, I, don't, I understand kind of the point of this movie, but obviously it doesn't really help a lot with what was the previous movie, except for like the sense kind of reference a few things. But it doesn't I, I don't know. It just is an animated movie about birds. Doing, yeah. Like mm. just a weird anim, animated movie about well, birds.
3: And they throw in um, they throw in a, you know, inconvenient truth plot line, basically, where they're trying to save the trees. And I mean, they, the final uh, so battle have,
2: is basically Avatar. Yeah
3: right <laughs> like, it's yeah, like,
2: like yeah like with the, with the you know uh yep. the machines ready to take down the forest mm-hmm. and the animals fighting back and
1: yeah or fern gully <laughs> yeah and
3: exactly. then you have then you have like a reconnecting with a lost family and having to figure out if you want to stay with your family or your husband i don't i don't know it's just it's it's a drag it's not like it's not like the first one was kind of more like fun and festive and this one's just kind of more depressing um yeah
2: danae do you want to kick us off with uh, some some video thoughts
1: Um, just in general well done as always I don't think I'm ever going to start by saying something like yo guys you were way off yeah. but I do think that someday we should just for fun just to kind of throw each other off
2: <laughs> just start off with like well I
3: can tell your effort wasn't up to par on this
2: one
1: yeah you guys really dropped the ball on this one um
3: we did it, do this one really quick though because this was one of those where we were trying to I don't, I don't remember even why now but I know this was one we had we kind of got assigned and had to have it done in a couple of days so yeah That's yeah. was a pretty quick turnaround so yeah i thought it turned out pretty well really I, I well
1: with for the that the good thing about that is that there was a lot that you guys could like point out pretty mm-hmm. easily and mm-hmm. sort of sin so um i really like the oh dad looking for this and then kids i mean birds i mean bird kid kid birds whatever <laughs> these young young these young guns are assholes I like that <laughs> uh the uh, brazilian nuts you could find hundreds of brazilian nuts mm-hmm. thousands even that was guys, I'm just a lowbrow humor girl, I guess. (laughs) Yeah,
3: they had toasticles. That's funny.
1: (laughs) But I did like the run about the uh, the news position that was kind of going on, where the TV Mm. was uh, showing football uh, or soccer, and Mm. then it was showing, like the one was showing news that was loud enough to hear, but it was also being spoken in English. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the camera crew just out there in the Amazon on moments notice just that nice kind of series that you guys had back to back. I thought was really smart. Um, was that the then,
2: one? Was that the one that said football or soccer if you're not mm-hmm. a commie? Uh, yes. I, thought yeah. was, I thought that yeah. was really funny. Yeah, we didn't
1: offend yeah.
3: anybody with that. Nope. everybody was happy. We offend
1: people. <laughs> we are just loved. We're beloved by everyone. Um, the other one that I really enjoyed turned into a little Google search for me, which is the bird fart joke right there, folks. And really, do birds even fart at all? Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Look it, damn it. <laughs> uh and so then of course i looked up can birds burp or fart uh which i don't know if
3: barrett looked it up or not actually i didn't ask him i'm kind of curious now because i wonder if he looked it up and then decided oh no and then that's when he came up with his
1: so here's uh... the instant result with zero research birds have an anus and so technically could fart but to date, there's been no official evidence that they do it's also possible that ornithologists I might be saying that incorrectly, have missed bird farts because they leak out passively rather than one eruption or birds could be burping to release unwanted gas instead. There you go. that
3: They don't eat like a lot. They, they don't really eat meat and stuff like that, though. So, I mean, they might not like they, they might not build up gas in their system.
2: Hey, there are certainly birds that eat meat. Well, uh, that's
3: true. There are. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess those. I guess specifically those birds. I don't know that they did. Uh, they, they, call, they call nuts. them the
2: farting birds, the birds that eat meat.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah the, like vultures and buzzards. Yeah, yeah. Those would be birds. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking. But yeah, never mind. Uh, go on.
2: So I was, was that. Were you done today?
1: Hey, I, I think ending on a bird fart's a great place <laughs> to enough, land.
2: <laughs> uh, me walking out of a movie theater after thoroughly enjoying The Gentleman yeah. in January 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after this year's off to a great start. Uh uh, just beautiful. Just beautiful. And then after beautiful. he wrote after I
3: saw that son I was like, wait, that did come out in 2020. Holy sure crap. Did. <laughs> sure did.
2: Uh ultimately it's a tale told by an idiot full of salsa and fury, signifying nothing. Uh I really like that turn of, <laughs> of a phrase. Uh therefore Gabby should not be fogging up this glass with her breath. I thought that was a good observation. That um, was good. This is not I just there are some sins. That I just, they make me giggle because every once in a while we just throw something in that's very simple and stated very plainly. And this is the case with this one where the narrator just said, this is not something a GPS device would ever do. And it just, for whatever reason, really made me laugh. Thank you. So
3: let me tell you, can I tell you about that one real quick? Sure, yeah, please do. Oh, so I yes. wrote that in there, and I don't remember I'd written a few other things, and then I was just like, you know what? I think this is funny. Barrett sent me this really put a really nice note by it that says, you know, when I first read this, I didn't like it at all. But <laughs> but then but he was just saying because he thought it was so matter of fact, like we couldn't use it. And uh and he's like, but then I just kept but then I kept reading it, and I was like, Yeah, no, I I I think this might work. You know? <laughs> I was like, yeah, exactly. I was I like, like that it's like we do the, that. I like it's that like we do the that. Dogs don't talk, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's like but uh yeah, it was it was really it was really nice and uh, good good criticism.
2: Boston fans, of course, <laughs> you know, I love that one. <laughs>
3: uh, it's
2: like the Battle of Indoor had sex with Fern Gully The Last Rainforest and produced a thoroughly disappointing offspring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. We that was such Fern a sick burn. We yeah. both
3: had uh. Ferngully references in two different spots. Of course. Uh, which was kind of, of funny. Uh, uh Jonathan, I've never even seen
2: Fern Gully. Jonathan, what about you?
3: Um, you guys, you guys did a lot of them, uh, referring to Scrat as the Despacito of animated characters. I really liked, uh, Jewel really needs to uh, calm down.
1: Calm down.
3: That one and, um, doing welcome to the jungle that you're going to die <laughs> it was, was just outstanding. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, that was, that was, those are the only ones I had that you guys haven't already mentioned, but yeah, the gentleman, the Brazilian nuts, all that was hilarious. It was a fun one to do. Definitely.
2: Uh speaking of fun ones, Enemy of the State. Uh this was an OG Atkinson
3: Scott script.
2: Okay. Chris and Jeremy Atkinson? writing on this I one. I need
3: I need everybody to just like tweet this one out like i just need everybody listening to like tweet this video out and get so good this is it's one of my favorites in a long time it's very funny very very funny that i had nothing to do with uh chris and jeremy both had
2: thoughts why don't we uh take a take a listen to those before we have our own
1: okay and i just read these in the order that they're they come to us not in order of who's more important so we'll start with chris and then Jeremy, and then if they have opinions about that, they'll let us know later. they don't listen. I know, that's the point. (laughs) 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 Enemy of the State came out in 1998, but it has some prescient things to say about surveillance technology and government oversight of it that will come into play after 9-11 and culminate with the revelations of edward snowden i love tony scott movies but you can see directors like michael bay being directly birthed from his films and then in parentheses the Jerry Bruckheimer, don simpson connection is correlated uh uh, you guys know i'm gonna mispronounce words just go with it okay gene
3: Bruckheimer. oh okay okay. yeah it is is Bruckheimer? there's no n i always put an n in there
1: i don't know we'll just we'll just move on uh Gene Hackman's second Tony Scott movie after Crimson Tide, and this one plays on his Harry Call character from The Conversation, which is one of the best aspects of this movie. Mm -hmm. The dumbest thing for me is how this plot gets started. Jason Lee is a nature photographer who just happens to have a camera aimed at a dock where a congressman, played by Jason Robards, is killed by John Voight. He doesn't know what he Has until he gets home, and then he realizes people are after him, so he runs all over DC and finally into a lingerie store where Will Smith just happens to be shopping for his wife. Smith doesn't seem to recognize that Jason Lee is in distress and casually gives him his card, which gives the government their only lead the entire chase. I also hated how the tape gets destroyed a little over halfway into the movie, meaning they'll need to get John Voight's confession somehow. This makes Gene Hackman important in this movie, but they don't do anything clever with him once he's pulled into the action. Yeah, he plants bugs on the bad guys and they deserve it. But when that backfires, Will Smith has to lead the plot into a ludicrous shootout at the end. And all the intelligence of the movie goes out the door.
2: Yep. What did Jeremy have to say?
1: Jeremy said, Emmy, this state is a fucking blast. It is one of the most watchable movies of all time. Everyone I know enjoys it on some level, despite the fact that it is, in many ways, hot garbage. (laughs) 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 Uh, Particularly the plot, as Chris mentioned, and how everything kicks off. There are so many contrived events here that it could get frustrating if everyone wasn't acting their asses off. Will Smith is charming as usual. Regina King, John Voight, Gene fucking Hackman. They are all eating it up in this movie. Then you have the gang of will be a lot more famous later kids like Jack Black, Barry Pepper, Jake Busey, Bussy. Sorry. Busey. You got
3: Scott. Scary Busey. Busey's son. Khan?
1: Can? I don't Khan? Con, James mm-hmm. Khan's son. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. I know how to pronounce that one. And Seth Green.
2: It's actually Gray Um uh... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's a who's who of people you didn't actually recognize if you saw this in theaters. That's the least part of why it's so watchable, just to see who is going to turn up next. The dumbest thing in my eyes is when they ransack Will Smith's house and they make it look like a robbery and steal a bunch of shit, including all of his suits except for one. He's a wealthy lawyer in D.C. and probably has dozens of suits, but he doesn't think the one suit they left behind is suspicious at all. And of course, he puts it on. And it ends up being bugged all to hell and back what a dummy <laughs> uh
2: i don't know that i need to add anything they, they pretty much hit everything i would say about this movie it really is fun to watch but it, it doesn't it make a lot of sense um it's not as bad as a movie like hackers where you look at the technology in that movie and you're just like no, i think
3: well and i think this movie's genuinely good like i, mean, I think this yeah. is overall i think it's a good movie i've seen this movie like a hundred times it's just I, extremely
2: I, I, sinable you know, like that's yeah. That's no, the no, no, yeah. no, no.
3: This was a great one to send. Um, I haven't seen this movie in a while, but I used to watch it constantly. This was actually like one of the first DVDs I ever owned. I remember, mm-hmm. and I would What's just a watch DVD? it all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Digital versatile it, disc. It's uh, it's uh, it's kind of lingus. Um, oh, I see. And bananas, wah, wah. but, um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm same. I, I don't have anything to add. I just, I really enjoy it. I think it's a lot of fun. This made me want to watch it again. Cause I realized I hadn't seen it in a while. Me too. And uh, I remember, I remember at the time too, like I hadn't seen, uh, I hadn't seen my, uh, my girlfriend who doesn't know it yet. Regina King. I hadn't seen her in a while. So I was really excited. She was in a movie. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but uh no i just love regina king she's awesome
2: well danae i assume you haven't seen it i could be wrong because it no. is an older film and sometimes you surprise me with those uh and also mm-hmm. i know you yeah. do you do like will smith right like you you enjoy his
1: sure. stuff so yeah is this mean, i don't he... know
3: what your i don't know what your like thriller intake is like i don't know what you enjoy but i i, I mean i would guess you'd probably enjoy this i think you'd have fun this...
1: This the way that I was seeing the clips reminded me a little bit of like Jason Bourne because it oh. seemed like it was sort of like where. Uh, um, and again, I'm watching just the sins video. No, no, no. I understand. But it's like, you know, satellite zooming in. A party's oh, yeah, hunting yeah, for yeah, this yeah, person the and then this person's on the run. So it had that kind of vibe to it where. So I'm not saying it's the same movie. I'm just saying it reminded me of that intensity no, of no, no. someone being hunted by a government agency using mm. high powered technology to do so. And so, it ha- and the, the chase scenes jumping into places, which kind of happened a lot when I was watching the Bourne movies. You know, like, he's kind of jumping in and there's, like, these interesting kind of mm-hmm. chase scenes and stuff. So it sort of reminded me of that a little bit. And I found myself watching the video, as always, to kind of go, ooh, what happens next? How does this movie, you know, end or whatever? Um, and only to have it end with... Um, him being safely guarded under a table, being protected by a tablecloth. So that was interesting.
3: (laughs) I think you're right about the look and stuff of it because I I think, and Chris mentioned it a little bit in his thing, but I do think like Tony Scott, I don't think people realize like how much people have taken from Tony Scott. Not in a bad way, you know, just in the way that like they really liked him as a director and they liked his style hmm and um so they've used a lot of that i think michael bay was definitely influenced by tony scott and i think uh you know dean devlin and i mean Roland emmerich i mean and maybe dean devlin too who knows uh, you know
1: kind of reminded me of like um sometimes a really fun story to watch play out is when you think you know it's going to happen and then just something like something else happens like mm-hmm. you've got one guy who could be the central person of this entire movie because he's the one with the seat the this video, but then all of a sudden he's dead. Okay. So then it's this person. And then, Oh, oh, you think he's going to go this direction, but Oh, now he's going to go over here with this other guy. And this other guy is now part of it. And so it's like, you just don't, you don't know what's going to happen or, mm-hmm. or, and that's kind of the fun of watching, I think a movie like this. So I, I agree. I think this might be one that would be fun to watch. Although Cinnable, um, especially Absolutely. you guys all saying how much fun it is to sort of experience. Uh, and even though it seems like it's a little ridiculous with the ending, I, I I can kind of imagine that if I was to watch this, not knowing how it was gonna end, but for him to lead them into a like a video trap where I, I don't know that's just that seems kind of clever to me, um even though it's ridiculous too. Mm-hmm.
3: Sure. Also, for anyone out there who has not seen the conversation. Um, I also recommend that highly, the yeah. same level as Jeremy and Chris. That's one of my all-time favorite movies, actually. So,
1: yep. huge um, recommend. But as somebody who is watching the the sins of it, uh, like starting off with the whole pills dissolving in water thing, I've never thought about that before. But that's so dumb. Like, <laughs> that is so dumb. Yeah, you
2: can't plant pills and then push somebody into the water. That's not going to no, work. No,
1: <laughs> that doesn't work. I mean, I guess you'd find the pill bottle. But there isn't any reason to spread the pills out. <laughs> like, keep them in the bottle. Or, or well, no, I guess you wouldn't want to keep them in the bottle because yeah. then they would really. Uh, anyway, I obviously, I'm really bad at plotting to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you want to keep going, I can yeah, keep yeah. going go on ahead, some of the ones Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, the rearranging of the letters into the same old story, New Hampshire... And then the whole like how pointing, out, I was like, uh, I took the time to do this, and I will not have nothing to show for it. <laughs> Just <laughs> kind of like forcing the sin to work. Right. That is such a fun one, I think, for us writers who know the feeling of writing something and trying to make it work and figuring out a way to make it work, and then you kind of hit this place where you're like, how am I going to get this into the script? You know what? I'm just going to say, fuck it. This is going into the script, I just, you know. I just, just like fine.
3: how things evolved to where it's now we're sending them for actually being correct, but we had to waste <laughs> our time. Like yeah. there was something like when I had a sin I took out, but Aaron and I, we were doing the boys. Like when he, he gave the definition for transparency, I was like, oh, he screwed or translucent. I was like, he screwed that up somehow. And he didn't at all. And I almost wrote a sin like, you know. But I had to take
1: the time off. to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is fun. It's yeah, just you know, but
3: pe-
2: People would have seen right through that, uh, Jonathan.
1: Not exactly, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just burbs. the, the evolution of writing is just it's a it's a fascinating thing. It's yeah. an ever-evolving thing. Yeah. Um, I loved the delivery of like the Oprah line and like, and you get to be famous, which is the one that uh Jeremy referenced mm-hmm. when he was talking. Just that that one made me really, really yeah, happy because I, I knew who I knew who those people were and it was just kind of, and then it like cuts off before he keeps going. So it was just kind of, uh, why is this turkey on fire? Cock curtains was another one I loved. Um, the the whole pointing out that there's so many cameras, so why would you go into the store? I was like it's because nobody makes hot dogs like this gas station. <laughs> yeah. like, Got to go in here. <laughs> so and then I already mentioned the tablecloth delivery at the end was really really great.
2: Yep, I love that I one could too. Could
3: be wrong. I thought he actually went in that gas station on purpose, but I guess I clearly I'm wrong because it's like as said, I haven't seen the movie in a while. But I remember when I first watched that, I was like I thought he actually went in there to get put on camera purposely, but I guess no, it was just a stupid thing the movie did. <laughs>
2: uh jonathan that's what about unreal. you
3: um yeah, danae named a lot of them i mean you, we didn't mention the christmas yeah. movie thing oh my god that was i'm sorry if i took that away from you Aaron. and that was uh, oh no i just figured all of so us fun. had that one down it's so funny yeah, like, yeah. that's yeah. one of my all-time favorite running guys already <laughs> what is it like?
1: Like, like it's like like christmas <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i like how he kept doing different ones christmas movie they just do it real quick and then, did he it, sing one? Oh yeah he did think, all sorts of fun I think stuff he sang oh them. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, we got you movie. The loss of friends was worth it. (laughs) And, um, yeah, no, that was, I mean, and then I think everything else. Oh, and then the Regina King thing though, I did like that. You see movie, you had Regina King in 1998 and you didn't know what to do with her. Yeah. Uh, I thought was very, it was very fitting. Um, but anyways, but, uh, no, it was, it was, it was just, it was just a great video. Like, I was just, I was just laughing really hard through the whole thing. So. Yeah.
2: You guys mentioned most of them, a couple more. I will just say, uh, that's why they have a kid named Errol now. It was supposed to be error, but his father messed up the birth <laughs> certificate too. <laughs> it was great. Which uh, is I
3: had that one written down, but I couldn't remember why I wrote it down. So I didn't <laughs> it Yeah. Boring. No, that'll
2: happen to me sometimes too. I actually, I've started cutting and pasting the actual sins from the <laughs> script, uh, uh, so instead of just taking notes so that I remember what they are, um, but how stupid do all these contestants have to be to have negative eight thousand
3: dollars and be this right? neck and neck with their horrible play? I don't that up because I thought thing. there had to be something like that was an in joke or something, but I didn't. I didn't take the time to mess with it. That was not that very strange. It was, it's still a sin, regardless. But so I was just strange. It made me very curious. Like that has to be on purpose.
2: Well, the only thing I wondered is if there was a music video for for uh weird owls i lost on jeopardy uh and if that was from that no, there um,
3: is there is but it would have looked older than that and yeah, he was in yeah, that video he yeah. was one of the contestants no there is totally a video because that, that's cause the cause, uh, first thing
2: that came to my mind was i lost yeah. on jeopardy uh which yeah. which made me laugh
1: Hey podcast peeps, it's me again. Um mm-hmm. N- those are my d- mm-hmm. those are my Uh okay. every time I, t- I talk like, Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels? When we're mm. Okay. We're gonna try this. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash bts. So, go fill it out.
2: Uh, all right, let's move on to keeping tabs.
1: The internet is a communications tool. used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another.
2: Hi. Oh, jeez. This
0: is the most public yet of my many
1: humiliations.
2: We're each going to tell a story from putting together the week's content, maybe a Google search, some strange research, a deleted sin, uh, how, how to pronounce Seth Green, uh, whatever the case may be. Um... <laughs> Uh, I think, Jonathan, you mentioned you were going to talk about uh, capybaras. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, I just, I, we, well, yeah, that was something I did some research on. Um, I was just curious because I didn't know what it was. And so, first, I typed in, what the hell is that animal with Jenny? And, or no, with, with no, yeah, with Jenny, right? Because we did Jenny in the tramp. Mm-hmm, I was like, yeah. what is that animal with Jenny in the ice cream video? And I immediately had all this stuff on capy, is it capybara? Mm-hmm.
2: Capybara? So, yeah. Yeah.
3: So I just wrote some stuff down, but I didn't. I didn't really end up using a lot of this. We just went with the more. Like I just ended up going with the. You know, I don't know why this is in the video, but I don't know that I want to know. But yeah, it is the largest rodent. Uh, it's twice the size of a beaver, uh, which apparently it gets and it gets mistaken for a beaver, which I didn't think it looked anything like a beaver. I but didn't apparently. Think it did either. But I guess just because it's big, right? Um, but what I thought was weird, most they're they're basically in South America, so I don't even know. Like they're not even regional to where like Black Pink is. Um, but, but I'm sure, you know, zoos have them and stuff like that. Uh, they're also known to be in Florida though. That's like the only other place. Some, sometimes you'll see them. Uh, they're closely related to Guinea pigs and rock kite ca- cavies. I don't know. I don't know what those are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are strong swimmers like beavers. Uh, they get eaten by jaguars and pumas quite frequently. And, uh, they, but my favorite thing was they also eat, they eat their poo in the morning. And the reason they do that is because that way they can digest their protein twice. Yeah. Who
2: doesn't? Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. I
1: mean, that's what I, is that abnormal? No, no, I think most <laughs> well, so
2: everybody. You guys does are
3: that. half. You guys are part Caffy <laughs> Hey, real quick, before I go, though, I did want to point out, though, because you guys actually didn't do this, but when I was I was writing earlier while we were talking, and because uh, I was just thinking, like, I think there's a couple things that Aaron and Danae might say on the Enemy of the State video, because you guys say these say, you say these things when uh, Chris and Jeremy do a video together, and so I guessed, I wrote some stuff down. Uh-huh. But then and now do but none. You didn't say any of them. I was very upset. You had
1: like a Dana- uh, Aaron and Danae bingo? Uh, yeah, because
3: I had the whole Danae. I thought about quitting. Might as well quit now. <laughs> and then Aaron saying something along the lines of, this is why they're the A-team, or this is why they're the OGs. Um, holy
1: shit that's so true like that was that's legitimately something that we just super would have said i just
3: remember watching the video thinking this is so great i was like they're totally gonna say this crap so i wrote it down because then if you had said it i was gonna be like look (laughs) (laughs)
1: look what i wrote down now now i I will call
3: out my my failure
1: oh my god that's so funny (laughs) yeah i love that you know us that well
3: i did
2: say i did say OG, didn't i did the the OG crew doing it? I think I did say OG. Yeah, but. you did say that. I think
3: you did. Yeah. But yeah. I,
1: you didn't say this is why they're the Right,
3: yeah, you right, right. Some yeah. variation. You say that some variation on that a lot. In both, and you're correct. I mean, that's ridiculous that Day thinks she's, she should quit, but uh, the, the OG thing is always correct. <laughs> I like that you clarified that
2: when you said that's correct, you weren't talking about yeah. Danae saying she should quit. <laughs> yeah. I, wonder, I can just imagine a think... world where you're like, I mean, you guys are correct, and Danae's like, oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's like thinking about it all night like did he mean that uh
1: uh danae you want to go next yeah sure um i had a few that i thought were fun um for and they're all for phineas and ferb this week uh figuring out the atonium there's like this moment when they're kind of bouncing around mm-hmm. the world and we get to see all these different places. And one of them is when they bounce, The fin- I think the final one is they bounce at the Atonium, uh, uh, Atomium in Belgium. Pa- and then it's like next stop, Paris. So I had to kind of look away how far away those things were. Right. Um, And that was a lot of like, it was just really interesting. But there was like this one particular place that, that was shown and it's just a split second on the screen, but it's all of these, it looks like a future town, Where there's uh, a layer of, like, land almost over the top of our Hmm. actual, like, the actual ground Mm -hmm. with these sort of tubes going down into it. It's really futuristic looking. And I looked up several blogs to figure out where... Is that, I've never seen that place before. And there were a couple of blogs of, here's the places that they bounce, which were the obvious ones. Uh, it took me quite a lot of research because I had to find it on my own of future land, da, 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 And I think I found it. I think it's supposed to be Dongtang, China, D-O-N-G-T-A-N, hmm. which is a really interesting and fascinating research. Um, so the, the article, I think that I was reading from, Uh, was I think from 2009 uh, where basically um, they're trying to put together this future world, which spoiler alert, Still hasn't happened, which I was super bummed about because I was like, oh, my God, is this place real? It was supposed to be three quarters the size of Manhattan Hmm. uh, and it was going to be growing in phases, only allowing 10,000 people, then 25,000 up to uh, 500,000 by 2030, according to this article that I was reading from 2009. But over on the Wikipedia side of things that was updated to, say, uh, a different timeline. I think 2050 was one of the goals. But just real briefly, um, the city was planned to be an ecologically friendly, zero greenhouse emissions transit and completely self-sufficient in water and energy with the use of zero energy building principles. Wow. Uh, the high-performance buildings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so uh proposes to have the only green transport movements along its coastline. People would arrive on the coast, leave their cars behind, traveling along the shores as pedestrian cyclists or sustainable public transportation vehicles only, and they would only be powered by electricity or hydrogen. Uh, so the pictures of, like, the development, I've only been able to find, like, hey, here's a big boulder. <laughs> That's the name of the city on it but it's super bummy because it's such a cool idea. Oh, that's interesting. Uh that it would be like like so so energy efficient and i immediately was like oh my gosh, i want to live here. That sounds really really cool because they wanted to like plant trees like on top of things and people li- it was just this really cool thing. So that was my was my start of learning really about Dongtan, China. That's nice.
3: kind of like, that makes me think about like how Walt Disney would his cuz he died before they built Epcot and mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I guess most people know that Epcot was supposed to be like a city. It was supposed to be like a like a self sustaining, uh, like futuristic, like you know, city that people could live in. Oh yeah, um, here's
1: here's another. Uh, so it said if the energy plan. Uh, it's ambitiously green. Uh, sources energy from combination of solar, wind, and biofuel and recycled organic matter. There is no uh, landfills that were planned for Dongtan. The waste would be compos- huh. com- composted, processed, and reused. Rooftops would be green with vegetation, which provides the insulation. And only clean fuel cars would be allowed on the island. And the abundant public transportation will run on hydrogen fuel cells. So,
3: so people would live there, but they would have to keep their car if they had to have a car to, yeah. to work somewhere else to yeah.
1: be yeah if if they arrived in a, a car that wasn't approved they have to leave it on the coast and it's basically just like a, it was supposed to be an experiment um that still hasn't happened because here yeah, it is, usually experiments
3: where you put right? a bunch of people <laughs> on an island that usually works <laughs> I've, <laughs> heard, I've heard that's always a good idea yeah every movie i've seen it's always a happy ending so
2: yeah yeah good point good point uh my i have a couple things to mention uh i will i will do this because this was just kind of a, a research thing into phineas and ferb's uh, running gags because we did that um sin removal for all the fun running gags they do in the show and they do they have so many yeah and it's just it was interesting to see how many they had and so i just wanted to mention just a few of them which you may know especially if you're a fan of the show uh one of them being that ferb very rarely speaks he usually has one line per episode uh what you doing Is Isabella's Mm -hmm. main line, and other people have said that as a fun thing. Uh, I know what we're going to do today uh, is the Phineas line that is in almost every episode, and other people have said that. Uh, Where's Perry? Oh, there you are, Perry, is something that's uh, in most episodes. Um, Some sort of thing that they're doing, somebody will accuse them of being too young. Like, aren't you too young to be doing such and such? And then Phineas Mm. is... Answer is usually yes. Yes, we are, um, and so that's in a lot of uh, things. Ferb getting cut off mid-sentence, uh, even though he says very little. Uh, oftentimes, he'll get cut off with the things that he does say. Uh, the bird running into their inventions. Anytime they invent something, there's a bird that runs into it. Um, that starts from the very first episode. Oh,
1: that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. Uh,
2: there's a, a evil jingle uh, for Doofenshmirtz uh, that changes throughout uh where it's like you know doofenshmirtz something incorporated mm-hmm. so that's what he's doing on the the uh, the piano or whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh and uh let's see there's so many oh, of these that's a different episode sorry <laughs> that's an that you haven't seen that yet maybe you will by next week <laughs> mistaking doofenshmirtz for a pharmacist is something that happens a lot
1: which i think is hilarious that is funny
2: um and then uh there's there's this thing that happens with Perry the Platypus where he will take off a disguise and they'll be like a platypus Harry the platypus, it, it's it's uh, in several episodes. It's very very funny. So
3: is his daughter is Doofin? What is his name? Doofin Schmertz. Doofin Schmertz. Uh huh. Is yeah. his is his daughter? Is she a recurring character? As Vanessa. Well, I, guess?
2: I think. Yeah. I think she's in several episodes. How,
3: but I didn't. I couldn't figure out. Like, is she supposed to be like like Candace's age? I guess. Is she supposed to be like, or she's supposed to be older? A little older. I think
2: a little older okay. than Candace. Um, more like an adult daughter kind of thing. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, was that somebody in our Discord said, here is your word of the day. See if you can sneak it into a sin. And uh, I did that. Uh, and that was in the Bob's Burger script. And the word is akrasia. And it means to do something that is against your own best... Uh, Something that would go against what's good for you. Something against your best judgment uh, that you would do. That
3: made it in, though, right? It did. I said, why in yeah, the name I, of... A- I had to look it up because I didn't know what it was. Uh,
2: why in the name of Akrasia are you delivering a burger yeah. to the crematorium yeah. during a controversy about you using their bodies was, of meat? I thought you had so.
3: misspelled something at first. <laughs> I was very confused, and so I
1: looked wow. it up. Well, wow. here's, here's the
2: thing. I think it is misspelled in the script. I think it is spelled... <laughs> I, I think it, i think it is spelled <laughs> arcasia a-r-k instead of Acrasia uh, a-k-r and so oops. so it was like "Yeah, you stuck Oopsie. it in except you blew it buddy uh so yeah so I, I, I wanted to mention that as well uh, all right let's move on to the comment section i
3: appreciate your honesty
2: you're a real straight shooter you are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to take a look at some comments, uh, some of our favorites from the videos or Discord or wherever we're checking out what you have to say. Um, what, you I- <laughs> yes. what you doing? What uh, you doing? I'll start with a uh, you done messed up, A.A. Ron, um, because I wrote this in about the lyrics, test the balls, which apparently it doesn't say. Apparently it says test the bounce. <laughs> so uh, thank you, comments, for pointing that out several times. Um ah! completely ruins the sin so thanks i appreciate that
1: oh uh, no <laughs>
2: well, it doesn't completely ruin it but yeah uh and then i wanted to uh, mention fancy tuna uh with the rio uh two video said writers in the first movie let's try our best writers in the second movie look hot
3: bird with hair
2: and uh i thought that was that was very funny uh in a good summary of the two movies uh what about you guys
3: Um, I had uh, from the music video sends Drake Drizzy asked, is there a new guy? He sounds different. I just thought that was funny. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And then from the Bob's burger, uh, Daryun said Archer looks weird in this episode, which I thought was really funny. So I had those two. What about you, Danae?
1: Um, So I tweeted out a link to the map conversation from last week and got some great comments on Twitter. So um, if you are interested in maps, uh, Kit Gaston has a nice series of more map nerddom available for you. Is that what you tweeted you.
3: this today? Uh, is that yeah. what you tweeted out today? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of the series of tweets was this one that says, uh, bonus fact, you can usually tell if a map of the U.S. is projected or not. If the state lines of Washington, Idaho, Montana, and North Dakota are flat— or curved into a smile shape. Another bonus fact: the Earth is round, but it's not actually a sphere like most globes. It's an huh. oblique geoid. Oh, of course
2: it is.
3: You
1: just wanted Wait, to.
3: But the Earth's flat, right? I've got your no, oblique it's... geoid right here. It's it's Aren't round. we all Flat Earth Society members?
1: Uh... <laughs> Yes, of course. That okay. part, that's, it's a prerequisite for working at this job. Oh my God. Also, did you guys, you guys wouldn't know this. You, I was going to say, did you see, but you wouldn't have seen this. Do you remember last week when I was talking about a cereal girl um, from okay. the cereal conversation? No. And Maybe. she was the one that like tried all of those IP cereals? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
2: totally. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Apparently, she listens to BTS. Oh, fuck. It was like. Yeah. So then we had this oh, back and forth conversation about, her. yeah, we had this back and forth conversation about, uh, I, cereal. she was cracking up. She was like, oh my God, I I listened to your show. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's I was like,
3: so Holy crap.
1: It was really cool. Yeah.
3: We've had, so, I've had a couple of people be like, be like, Hey, thanks for shouting out my tweet, you know? And I'm like, oh, that's you. Cause you know, sometimes they have right. different Twitter handles. Then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. So we, we love your interaction. Thank and you. And it's extra, it's extra exciting whenever you think that you're just reading some <laughs> random on on youtube but they also yeah. listen to our podcast right right do you know right. what i mean like yeah. that's unexpected i yeah. wouldn't think that that would be the case but yeah. it is so it's awesome well or
3: they might, i guess they could watch it on youtube too right because we're on youtube
1: yeah
2: so. sure yep sure yep well thank you serial girl as i'm sure you're known in your real life uh all right we will head <laughs> on so christian shawl is a horse <laughs> we will head on to beyond the sins
3: to infinity And
1: beyond! Somewhere beyond my wild history.
2: To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're each going to chat about something else from the pop culture world that we've seen recently. Uh, I'm going to start, and this is a little bit of a strange one for me, because I'm going to talk about the animated show Drawn Together, which I just realized was on CBS All Access, uh, because, you know, we are paid by them, obviously, to talk about the stuff on their site.
3: Uh, Um, Was that that a cartoon network or comedy central Is I, be- it one that was
2: it- I believe it was comedy central
3: i think you're um, right and i think that's
2: why it's on cbs all access because i know they've put a lot of the comedy central stuff oh
3: that's right yeah, i think it was on like after south park or something it was on for
2: three seasons and if you don't know the concept of this show it was basically a reality show like a big brother slash people mm-hmm. live in a house together kind of thing but the concept was it obviously it's an animated show And it was animated, like, I'm going to say stereotypes, but what I mean by that are are like cliches. Like the idea of, you know, one of them was like a Disney princess and another one was like Mm -hmm. a Betty Boop and another one was like an anime character. And so they were, but they were forced to live together in this house, kind of like a real world situation for animated uh, stereotypes. And I found it so clever and so funny It was also very, very raunchy, uh, and a Mm -hmm. lot of it was bleeped and blurred and that kind of stuff on Comedy Central. I don't know for sure if it is on CBS all access, cause I only watched a little bit of the first episode and uh, I just thought I would mention it because I think it went under a lot of people's radar that might enjoy this kind of thing. I can see this being the kind of show that would be really more successful today in a world of like Archer and those kind of comedies that have come since then. Um, but at the time, I think it just missed a lot of people. So I wanted to mention it. It's called drawn together. Um, if you're offended by stuff, it will offend you uh, because it's definitely one of those shows that, that, uh, goes to places... So yeah, I'm
3: telling you, man. CBS All Access. I mean, I, we are we are we are seriously not paid by them. We should be. Uh, that that <laughs> is a that is an under the radar uh, streaming service, though. There is just a ton of interesting you know what content they did? on there.
2: You know what they did in the last couple months, which is is the reason a lot of this is happening, is they finally yeah. realized that they needed to conglomerate all of their ownership mm-hmm. into there. Yeah. So you've got the Comedy Central stuff, you've got the um, you know, obviously the CBS stuff from from the network, mm-hmm. but then MTV stuff like the challenge Mm -hmm. that we mentioned they put on there like they've gone hey we're viacom we own all these properties why aren't they all in the same place and that that's really what's kind of launched them to this next place so
3: it it was also funny too because my wife was like griping in the kitchen one day and i was like in the laundry room which they're right right next to each other and she was just like i just i just I, i thought what she said was why do we why do we pay for cbs all access So I thought she was complaining about the fact that we had it. But what she was actually saying was, why do you have to? She was saying something about why. Because she was trying to find this one season of RuPaul's Drag Race. And the only way she could watch it was on CBS All Access. So then I discovered she didn't know we had it. So I was like, wait, no, we have that. She's like, oh, we do? Okay, cool. You know, then she was all excited. I was like, I thought I was about to get in trouble for like a streaming service because I thought I thought she was complaining that she was complaining that she couldn't watch it. She thought without buying it like from Amazon, right? Because we right. didn't have because she you know she didn't think she had access to CBS All Access. I was like, no, no, we we totally have that. If you listen to the podcast, you would actually know. It's <laughs> true. We talk about that. It every we week. totally have that. But, uh, um... Yeah. Anyhow, it's called Drawn Together. Yeah. No, I like Drawn Together. I, I think I I didn't see like every episode, but I would watch it like because I feel like it was like a Friday night kind of thing or something or maybe they just showed it on for like they re-ran it yeah it was kind of like because we would watch like the stand-up specials and stuff like that and then occasionally that would come on afterwards and it is uh, uh three I seasons being funny
2: yeah i think there are three mm-hmm. seasons uh that they did and i think they're all on cbs all access so you can check it out there
3: uh, what about you, Jonathan? Um, I'm gonna talk about a weird one I'm mean, not a weird one, but I, I tweeted about this yesterday, but like I um I don't uh, I uh, decided to watch I don't even know why because okay, so let's start with this, I guess. So the babysitter, did you see the babysitter? It, no the Netflix movie? No. okay. so this is a movie that came out a couple years ago. It's a, like a horror comedy uh, about this um, these teenagers that are in this blood cult. And they're trying to basically, they're trying to get a mortal life or whatever, right? They're making a deal with the devil for a mortal life. So uh, the kid that this one person babysits, she's going to get like blood from Helm because he's a virgin. And then they're going to sacrifice this other person. And it's just this big horror comedy. It wasn't, I didn't really particularly like it. The only thing notable about it for me was that it introduced me to Samara, Samara Weaving. She's the, she's the main, she's the babysitter. Mm-hmm. Of the movie, she's awesome in it. She's great. Her and actually the kid played by Judah Lewis, they're both really good. And uh, but the movie itself, I don't know. It just it was one of those things where it just it didn't it didn't hit for me. Like it just didn't hit me in the right place. I didn't laugh. And but a lot of people really enjoyed it. So they made a sequel, and it came out uh yesterday. Actually, it came out on Thursday. So I watched it last night, um, or I mean, or yesterday afternoon or whatever. And it's called The Babysitter uh, Killer Queen. And it was a really weird experience because a couple of things, I don't I don't think I would have even watched it. They released the trailer for about a week ago, and randomly I just watched the trailer or it popped up while I was doing something. And the trailer intrigued me. I was like, that's... Like, they made a sequel to The Fucking Babysitter, you know? But then I was watching the trailers. Like, something about this is calling me in. So I watched it yesterday. And it's really weird. It's, like, one of those things, for me at least, where where the first film didn't land. Like, the first film almost feels like a like it was, like, an exercise or, like, a warm-up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the second film actually, like, everything feels like it, like it hits everything in the second film, basically, if that makes sense. From right. a comedy standpoint. Like, whereas I wasn't laughing at all in the first film. I was dying. I mean dying laughing Um, several scenes in this one Um, so what it is basically it's two years later the kid played by Judah Lewis um, he's still playing him two years later and um, he's basically been, everybody thinks he's full of shit. And There was no proof that any, they, they believe that somebody was trying to kill him, but they don't believe that like the babysitter uh, was behind it and all that kind of stuff. And she, they don't know if she's dead or alive because they can't find her. And actually Samara Weaving's uh, role in this movie is kind of part of the fun. So I guess I won't get into that. If you know, how much she's in it, how much she's not. But, um, but what's cool is uh, Emily Allen Lind. Who played uh, Snakebite in Doctor Sleep? She was like, dude, she was the kid that, like, they went in. High. They they recruited. Uh, the she was trapping the pedophiles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she's a really really good actress. And um, I knew she was like in Doctor Sleep. I really liked her, but in here she just she shines the same way Samara Weaving did in the first one. And there's another actress in this, Jenny Jenna Ortega, who I'd never seen in anything. Um, she ends up playing uh, Judah Lewis's uh soon to, I guess romantic interest in the movie. She's really good. I heard she just got cast in the new Scream movie. Um, but she's also really good in this it's got this great cast and then returning from the first one Robbie Robbie Amel from upload uh, Stephen Amel's brother mm-hmm. yeah uh, from Arrow uh, Bella Thorne uh, Hannah Mae Lee and then who oh Andrew Bachelor they all return. hated every single one of their characters in the first one loved every single one of them in this one <laughs> Wow. It's the weirdest thing, it's right? It's quite a turnaround. Yeah, and, and I will say I will say I almost feel like I'm overselling this. It's not a great movie. I'm not even positive it's a good movie, but I I had a blast with it. Like I had a lot of fun with it. It definitely falls apart at the end because it's one of those things where there's like legit world building. From what seemed like a pretty much a one note Kind of thing but then when they have to Kind of wrap everything up and tie everything Together it kind of falls apart Um, And so I didn't really Care as much about the ending it kind of ended on A bad note mm-hmm. but I had so Much fun like the hour and 15 20 minutes leading up to that I didn't really Care that much And like I said this was never Like a something I was in love with you know I wasn't like you know you, I mean you're, This is not anything you haven't seen before anything like That I mean it's just it's just a really fun A horror comedy I'm not a gore guy but the gore in this is so over the top it's 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 kind of humorous you know um and um and like i said the cast is really good it's it it hits some really it even like they they uh they call back to jokes from the first movie that didn't land for me and they totally landed in this one it's i I just i don't even get it i almost want to go back and rewatch the first one uh because i'm just curious i will say if you do have any interest in watching this You probably do want to watch the first one because I think you'll get more that's going on here because it is a continuing story. Sure. Um, But, and they're both really short movies. So it's not like, and it's like, you know, it's perfect time of year to start watching stuff like that. There's already even like, even though it's September, there's like a, I guess a lot of people have decided they're just going to start their Halloween season early because there's even a spooky September hashtag on Twitter going around right now, Um, which I'm all for. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Uh, If we're going to start Christmas in November, we can fucking start Halloween in September. (laughs) Um, But no, but and I haven't really talked much about the plot, but I really don't want to because I feel like I feel like that would give stuff away. But basically, Judah Lewis is just playing a character. It's two years later. He's in high school. Um, and nobody believes what happened to him. And, and then through random circumstances, he gets kind of stuck back in a similar situation. And, uh, but the movies, like, it's smart. It's funny that they're the, even like the non-horror stuff, like the high school stuff is really funny. Um, I seem to be, well, I seem to be in the minority as far as like, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, like, I think the critic score is like 23%, although the audience was like 86%. Um, and I saw a lot of people talking about how much they couldn't stand it on Twitter. I had a couple people actually comment on my thread saying, really, I didn't like it. Uh, nothing mean, but they were just like, you mm-hmm. know, letting me know they didn't like it. Cause I guess they felt like they needed to, um, and then, uh, but then I saw a bunch of people after like later in the night, I saw a bunch of tweets of people like, I'm surprised people don't like this. I had fun. So that's kind of the camp I was in. I, sure. like I said, it's like, I gave it like three stars on Letterbox. I'm not saying it's like a classic, but uh, it's definitely a surprise because nice. I never would have thought in a million years I would enjoy, you know, babysitter killer queen. But that's, uh, that's my recommendation this week, or that's my, uh, beyond the sense. Denae, what about you?
1: Um, I decided to go to my Google Play store and start looking for some new games. It's feeling like an itch to do something new. And usually, yeah, usually I look for games that have really high reviews. That's always a good place to start. Um, so 4.7 is usually like, okay, I'll try it if it's a 4.7. Is that out of five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like there's a good reason that it's getting a really high mm-hmm. remark, um, and I found one that I'm actually sort of enjoying. I thought I would share. It is from Kakao Games, K-A-K-A-O, Kakao Games Corp, called Guardian Tales, and this reminds me of Zelda, where Neat. you are a little, um, a little, a little dude, it, little pixel person, and you've got like the little up, down, left, right pad on the left side, then you've got like some buttons to smash on the right side of your screen and you're exploring a um, map and then another map and another map and you're kind of progressing from map to map to map for a reason and the storyline is really smart so far and funny and humorous and the stakes are low when you first start which is of course really good you know just good gaming ideas to have fun story and make it easy to progress there are a couple things i'm worried about on the game, as far as like longevity goes, we'll see how it works out. But um, like uh, there is a guild aspect to it. There's you can upgrade your equipment, you can summon new characters. There's a lot more that you can do. I'm ignoring all of those features and just playing, just running with the character that they've given me to start with. So I'm just and and the good thing that they do is they put the little red dot by what you need to upgrade, so you don't have to go in and figure it out yourself. It's prompting you when you have something you can do. So I can kind of mindlessly click rather than have to learn a whole new system because this style of game can get really, really complicated. Just like summoning wars, I think is one that I used to play again, a summoning game. Um, this game is actually the style of game is called a gacha game where uh, which is uh, I, I just learned about that. It's like a loot box where you can spend in-game currency and you can buy a loot box and open up are randomly. You saying
3: gotcha! Like I gotcha. Yeah, it's,
1: it's yeah. I think it's said gotcha like oh. that, but it's G A C H oh. A. Gotcha. I and I'm I don't know much more beyond just that, but it has that style. So some things about the game are sort of like ah, I'm not interested. Ah, I'm not interested. But the uh, visually, it's beautiful. I love the the way that this game plays. It's so smooth. Um, and like I said, it's clever and fun. And each map is short enough that I can just like run a map and beat some bad guys up. And it takes me 15 minutes or less. And then I can just like get back to it. Like it's not requiring a ton of time yet but it's still in that first stages. Mm -hmm. The other thing I really like is that I like to do map exploration. So the one map starts off and a bad guy runs across the screen and it shows you like uh, directionally where you're headed on the map and how close you're getting to your end goal. But there's clearly other paths you can take, including secret paths that I have been discovering that open up totally new ways to go and totally other things to explore. And so there's more to do than just what's obvious to chase after so there's a lot of thought in this game a lot of money has obviously been put into this game to create it because like i said it's just beautiful i love the music so it's really really cool gameplay and it's smooth and i like it a lot and i just don't know how long i'm gonna play it but i thought maybe you guys would enjoy it again it is called let me make sure i get this right because i know i already said it but i think it's guardian tales yeah guardian tales t-a-l-e-s not
3: T-A-I-L-S. Do you, do, you play all these, do you play these games on your phone or do you play some of them yeah. on your PC? Or
1: this is just all mobile all gaming for me, yeah.
2: Yep, Denae's all about that mobile gaming life.
1: Yeah, it's just so quick and easy. And, I mm-hmm. mean, I would love to get back into my PC games. Um, if I do a PC game, it's something like a quick game of Solitaire or something. Like, there's just – it's super mindless stuff that just takes my brain and you know, check out for a minute.
3: I downloaded the –
1: Oh, sorry, go ahead. It's okay. I'm just, I was just going to say real quickly, there's just so many great mobile games, but I don't mm-hmm. usually keep them on my phone for very long. So I'm curious if this one is going to last. Um, the ones that I keep on my phone for a long time I've talked about in the past, and maybe I can go through those again at some point, but I, it's probably going to drop off. So I usually will delete them. There's very few that like actually stay on my phone for a really long time. But the oh, cool gotcha. thing is like with Google Play, you have an account on Google Play, mm-hmm. and one of the games I'm thinking I might talk about in the future, for example, um, I had played in the past, and so it just loaded my old game. So, you know, when you clear something off of your phone, if you've got it connected to Google Play, you know, you you still have access mm-hmm. to your old gaming files. So if I download something that I used to play, I should be able to log back in. Cool. Very yeah.
2: nice. That's called Guardian Tales, uh, and you can find it on your mobile device no matter what that mobile device is and that's I don't a promise know if that's true that's a promise no just oh, we don't need to I research any we need to research anything you know, yeah sorry available. apple peeps you've got, if, yeah, you've got uh, yeah. if you've got the original palm pilot i bet you could get on there yeah. too yeah if you've got, uh, got a
3: windows phone yeah from 2010. yeah, you're yeah good. absolutely
2: a zune <laughs> if you've got a microsoft zune i bet you could <laughs> play it on there too yeah of course that's gonna wrap it up for behind the scenes this week don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well you can hang out with us on twitter at cinema bts is the main twitter i am at aaron dicer she is at danae says
1: D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S.
2: And he is at Sam Loomis13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, Seth Grainy, and myself, we will see you <laughs> next week.
3: Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash BTS.
1: Close the Twitter. It's so distracting. Hop in my nuts and get to the show. Time to BTS. Oh yes. Time to BTS. Oh yes. BTS. Oh yes. Oh. Well, that'll be in the outtakes. Hi.
2: Hey, what shirt's that? Is that a cardinal shirt? It is. Yeah, you can tell by the colors.
1: It's my cardinal shirt. It's my cardinal shirt. I'm wearing a cardinal shirt.
2: Jonathan will have to uh, go get a cub shirt just to balance oh, out. Oh, to, counter, yeah. to, to
1: counteract? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. He's, he's, I, he's not going to be happy when he gets back, Danae.
1: <laughs> do you think he's going to know?
2: I think he will immediately know that's a, co- a cardinal shirt. Yes. Are you
1: going to bring attention to nope. the fact that I'm wearing it? Nope. Okay. So we'll just see how long it takes him to realize I'm wearing a
2: cardinal Sounds shirt. Sounds like
1: a plan. How fun. So you can't see when I do this?
2: Nope. Totally missed it. Or this? Nope. Missed that too. How about this? Totally missed it. <laughs> oh,
1: but I got to hurry up. Oh, <laughs> did you see that
2: no no i i, I can't <laughs> see
3: anything hello oh no Does she have laryngitis
1: no no I was oh, just being so like,
3: you, you were just kidding oh okay
1: yeah i was just like hello
3: <laughs> that'd been a fun podcast
1: i really liked enemy of the state i i i think i i don't think i've ever seen this movie before <laughs>
3: take a drink
1: <laughs> and the
2: throat lozenge Danae, you legitimately sound like you have uh, laryngitis. <clears throat> Jonathan just sounds like he's trying to be an evil witch. Uh, Danae, I think it's officially long enough to say I was wrong. Ha 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 ha. I think
3: I was wrong.
1: He thought for sure you were going to notice my shirt.
3: Oh, no. What about it? I didn't know if the colors
2: would alone would set you off. Why? It's a it's a cardinal shirt.
3: Oh, I don't care. <laughs>
2: We've started broadcasting our morning show to Facebook, and uh, oh, cool. in order to do that, uh, we, we both had deleted our Facebook profiles, uh, but we still had mm-hmm. a friend who was on Facebook who was an admin for our uh, page, for our morning show, and uh, so we had to contact her and then have her share the make-new-admins of our spouse's. And so I had her do that and my wife was like, um, why don't you just get another Facebook account? I'm like, I don't want a Facebook account. She's like, well, I don't <laughs> want to run your admin page. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll run my admin page through your account. She's like, I don't want you on my account. No, she didn't say that, but, um. So the first message she gets when she signed up as an admin to our page is Justin Hughes has denied admin status. (laughs) 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 I didn't know that. (laughs) That's
1: hilarious. He
2: must have just thought it was an accident or something. And he was just like, nope, not me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How many followers do you have on Twitter? Let's do a Twitter check in. Twitter check in. I'm
3: getting close to like 1600s. It's not that many
1: okay 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 so you got 1600
3: 15 oh oh my god i'm closer than i thought 1598
1: Ooh, two more
3: go now follow <laughs> <laughs> a week well it'll be a week god i hope i have two more in a week maybe not i don't know <laughs> they'll check
2: in a week it's like oh he's gone down too uh i mean is there anything better though than al michaels trying to pronounce Denis villanue's name Um, Oh
3: my God. Did you see that? It's the best. Holy crap. I'm so glad you reminded me of that. That was hilarious. I just love, well, and they were like at that one point, did you see the point where Miley Cyrus did that commercial and was talking about Al and Michael and Michael Uh or Al or whatever? Miley Cyrus, you can say our names however you want. Yeah, it's like an old guy trying well, to be. i Listen, <laughs> I I've got. I mean, I've got no leg to stand on. I I think
2: it's no, funny, no, not it's... because he's like a bad person or like I mispronounce this stuff all the time. I think it's very human. It's very funny.
3: He's absolutely not a bad. He's an awesome person. But um, I just found it really humorous. They probably get well. They probably get that. Uh, they probably get that verbiage like two seconds before they have to yeah, say it knows. too. So I'm the one that I'm the
2: one that. Uh, that called Sir Sharonin Seors to her face. So, you know, I've, I've got my own, my own mistakes that I've made.
1: That's awkward.
2: <laughs> I just listened to it again. He's from director Danae <laughs> Valnoux.
3: <laughs> I'm just trying to like talk about Dune. It's so weird
1: it's like uh, well, uh how did how did uh John Travolta pronounce um, oh
2: yes that's another great that's one that's the best Adina...
3: one ever it was what's okay it was Ad- Adele Adele Dazeem Adele Dazeem <laughs> yeah Adele. what is I, now I can't even remember her name
1: Idina Menzel yeah Idina yeah. Menzel <laughs> he's like Adele Dazim.
2: <laughs> did rat ever tour with poison was there oh ever, I'm sure was there ever a rat poison rat tour? poison I, I, yeah I, I can almost one. guarantee you
3: there was
1: Oh, oh, oh! Speaking of rats, I I had my next D anD D session last night, and um, my my players are only level three, so I, I don't. I'm kind of trying to figure out what to throw at them that they could battle, you know, and have some fun with, and and like slay or whatever. And I was going through all of the different, you know, things they could fight, and I came across all of these different variations of rats. So they literally fought swarm upon swarm oh. of rats oh, and big it. rats and giant rats and diseased rats and poisoned rats i would have left and so yeah that was literally <laughs> last night was just them like you're, just you're hacking like so and slashing. Mean
3: too because you're like you're like don't talk about alligators but let me <laughs> let me send a bunch of rats after you <laughs> Like this is hilarious to me, at least. It probably won't be to you guys because nothing I've said is funny today. But um, <laughs> on Twitter, whenever I see somebody's randomly talking about playing D anD I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're playing with Danae. Like, there's like, like there's a high percentage of that. Like, you know, millions of people on thing. Twitter. No, it's that thing where you meet somebody that's that's yeah, from a town from you Wisconsin. know somebody else
2: from, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, do you know Roger? <laughs> it's
3: like, those. so i do like like crazy like horror sequels and stuff i uh, which is actually going to come into my beyond the sins today um i do enjoy oh, stuff right. like that
1: beyond the sins uh <laughs> you right. like the
3: cardinals <laughs> um, <laughs> guys
1: have you heard of sports
3: <laughs>
2: if that was your beyond the sins <laughs> it would break the internet <laughs> I'm going to decorate with some credit card bills and like uh, pink slips and just be like the fear of terrifying, The terrifying fear of crippling debt. That's terrifying. Job insecurity.
1: You should do this, Aaron, where like you give him a piece of candy or a couple of pieces of candy and you say, okay, we're going to teach you about debt. I'm going to give you this candy, but it's actually my candy, but you can have it for now. But by the time you get back to the other side of the driveway, you owe me two more pieces of candy. That's right. (laughs)